It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> and I'm not referring to Christmas, but we're going to get into that after this. I'm Mark. I'm Alex. And this is The, the Shot, Shot Pod. <laughs> little delayed. We after the tenta, we go. <laughs> Drink up. We need to this time of the fucking. Yeah. It is the most wonderful time of the year, but Jesus Christ, the world is fucked. Like, <laughs> thank God it's you know Halloween, Christmas time. Yeah. That Halloween, so Halloween just finished for us. Um, but it's like, you know, remnants in the air. I still see decorations up around my building. Everything's on clearance. You're watching the spirit stores move out of their vacant properties. Right, right. Into. You're like, what's going into where spirit was? Yeah. Homeless people. That's what's going into <laughs> where spirit was. Okay, that's the new world. <laughs> like, it was yeah. fucking serious. Oh, spirit's gone. Time for 47 people in tents to move into that building because, well, that's Oshawa now, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Although, apparently, that's Romania, Ukraine, everywhere else in the fire. L.A. Yeah. <laughs> New York, like apparently everybody's in the same boat. But anyways, um, so it's I guess also kind of uh, we'll call this a Remembrance Day episode ish because it yeah. will it will air a couple days after Remembrance Day, so it'll still be in the air. The poppies will still be out. You know what I mean? So that'll we'll still be-, be there. And I'm going to repost on Remembrance Day last year's Remembrance Day. We had uh, some good convos in there, and we had a great Remembrance Day and, episode and, last year. And uh, the clip is one of my favorites. Which what what clip is it? It, it was the one where uh, where I was talking about uh, the people who write love letters in the military movies, the war movies. You're like, oh, that guy's gonna die. It's like they're trying to tug on the old heartstrings. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell you're like, ooh, he ain't gonna make it. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Vin Diesel has a note for his love back home. Sorry, Vin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can tell why he took the small amount of cash on this movie. Yeah, Yeah, they're killing him in in Act One. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, so we will post a Remembrance Day. on Remembrance Day, we'll post last year's episode because it had some really cool parts. I'm pretty sure we read Flanders Fields. Did we read, yeah, yeah, we read we the poem did, out. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I remember thinking yeah. about this shit. So uh, there'll be a bit of that. We're gonna talk a little bit about about the about the war stuff today too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is a cool transition because it's like bye bye Halloween. Christmas is at the Dollarama at the Dollar Tree. It, like the second week of October, Christmas was coming out. It's like Halloween hasn't passed yet, but it was like Christmas the Halloween section of the store was like seven aisle pieces and then one aisle piece was was Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like we're going to put it at the end there just like some <laughs> little ornaments and some toques and a Santa hat just to fucking let you know it's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you were wondering, it's here. Do we have Christmas? Show? Oh, it's waiting. It's it's like it's like uh, there's a, someone holding the back door of Dollarama closed like three employees yeah. and the Christmas decorations are just like let out. Hey, we gotta let us out. You know, like you can see that, like the wrapping paper, like we're coming out. You know what I mean? The door, let me out. I want to wrap presents. You know, and the tinsel. They're just like, get back in yeah. there. It's only October 30th. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? But what? now, now that it's past November, what is it? It's past November 1st. Like we're well into the second week of November. The stuff just. Pfft. 
<laughs> the doors. Are, ah, they, that guy is just a trample. Yeah. Trampling the employees. The employees. Oh, 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 oh. They just trampled to death yeah. by by tinsel and wrapping paper and and nutcrackers. And, Look out for the nutcrackers. Oh Jesus! And 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 uh, Ferrero Rocher boxes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Toblerone bars are so heavy. Yeah, the, the Ferrero Rocher skid just topples over, and thousands of mini balls just kill you. You just drown yeah. in them. Oh, <laughs> The foil is hurting my teeth. Has anybody seen Chris? <laughs> yeah, the Ferrero Rocher's got him. He's, oh, under, he's under two skins he's of Ferrero. He he's is out. gone. He's out. He was sugar rush. He's diabetic <laughs> and dead now. The diabetes. They <laughs> got him. Right? <laughs> it broke free. <laughs> Shoppers has got the same thing. They just hold the, the back the, bo- the boss battle, there's Mariah Carey still. The ice is thawing, like, and it's almost completely thawed. <laughs> and it's just Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas. <laughs> ah! Make it stop. This holiday season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christ. The Yuletide comes. <laughs> Merry fucking ho-ho, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Now, a lot of people might not agree with me on this, and maybe I'll get some hate for this, but the daylight saving time that a lot of people hate, mm, here it comes. they're like, oh, should they, they should completely get rid of it, but it's for extending the days in the summer and shortening the days in the winter, but I love, I mean, I'm... I may be awake, but I'm not awake until that sun is down. Once that sun is down, I'm like, all right, it's time to do something. But while the sun is up, I'm like, fuck, I, I can't see while driving. I can't, especially driving into the sun when I'm working uh, evenings. I, I'm like, I fuck. definitely don't like the sun <laughs> yeah. when it comes to driving. Yeah. Um, there are so many reasons I'm past driving. I'm just over it. It's just so expensive and gas is so fucked. And now the region that we live in, Durham region, I'm sure wherever you live, the region's getting is in the same same boat. Especially considering some of our, te- we saw a bunch of people from Texas uh, that were listening listening to the podcast. That yeah, they understand this better than anybody. There is an abundance of people that weren't born here that are here now that are making all the roads very fucking hard to drive on. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's nothing wrong with expanding the region. There's nothing wrong with building houses and bringing people in. There is a problem with doing it so fast that there's only two lanes, bro. There's only two fucking lanes. And then they're trying to do construction on on stuff because, oh, we better got to expand this intersection to three lanes on each side because it's too busy now. It's like, dude, you should have done that 10 years ago. Now there's back edits and the... Yeah, and the construction's from what, 5 a.m. when everybody gets up for work until 5 p.m. when everybody goes home. Yep. Nobody does construction from 6 p.m. until 4 a.m. Nope, it, the, the sites just sit empty. Well, we've, also, we've also pointed out before that uh, that different countries have different rules on the road. And ours and, suck. And Yeah, ours suck, but it's an adjustment for everybody coming in here, and we've still got plenty of douchebags here on the road. Like- I actually have a completely different theory about all of this now. I've, I've redone the theory on this, and I'm 99% sure I'm right. And the theory is this. They've made it so difficult to drive in this country. If you were born here and you've driven here for a length of time, up to 10 years, you will have gotten enough tickets and you will have gotten fucked enough times with dumb little shit that you won't be able to afford to drive. That's why every Uber driver you get is a brown guy who's only been driving in this country for six months. 
That's huh. why. Because they're the only ones that can go get a 2018 Civic financed and then and have clean driving records. And you need to have a clean record to drive for Uber or do anything really that's driving related. Yeah. And if you're driving for Amazon or whatever, everyone's like, why is it always a little brown guy? It's because he's new. Yeah. That's why, because they're, they're, they don't, they haven't had their licenses tarnished by living here. And if you live here and you drive every day like a normal person, as I have found out by being in the car, being because uh, I haven't driven since February. So I've gotten, been driven to this, this new job that I had. And I can't afford it. Yeah. The guy that drove me out there took his life, and I have no way to get out there. I can't afford it. So uh, that's all. That's done now. Yeah. I'm not going to go to Scarborough every day. It was costing $600 out of each check just to get there. Yeah. I don't care how much money you make hourly. $600 per check in transportation costs is fucking ridiculous. Would those costs have come down if I drove my own vehicle? No, they'd go up. $600 a month is actually a pretty cheap vehicle. So that's including gas, the payments on the vehicle, and insurance. Does six a month cover your total expenses in your van? Probably damn close. Yeah. I don't want to get into personal shit, but like by the time you add up your insurance, throw in the gas, including the two drives to pick up the little guys, yeah. you're looking six a month just, yeah. just to get around. Yeah. No, thanks. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am removing myself from parts of the system that I don't believe in anymore. And personally... Driving is one of them. And yeah. I'm a mechanic. I love to drive. I drove BMW M3s at 200 fucking kilometers. We had the driving show real about styles. driving real styles. Okay. I've done shit. I love vehicles. I'm a car fucking guy. I have the car mechanic simulator on my PlayStation. I was playing it this weekend. Yeah. It was like, I fucking swear to God, like, like I'm the dude and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's over. There's all cars are all cars are <laughs> even a car mechanic simulator. As you're saying goodbye to the one that you just finished, you're like, uh, have fun being fucked. Yeah, just have as, fun as they're leaving. Just be like, I hope nothing goes wrong because you can't get parts. <laughs> yeah. It's easier to get parts in video games than it is in real life right now. That's a fact. Like, there's you can't. I mean, I don't go to the scrappers often, but I gotta say that time that we did go. Oh I, yeah, I, I do enjoy scrappers. Oh, I, do, I like going to scrappers. <laughs> how did you like how barren it was? How'd you like how many of those Chryslers <laughs> had nothing left? Yeah. The Fords were no better. Yeah. Like it, the, those yards are getting picked dry because there's no parts. Yeah. And give it one year more, maybe two years more. You're going to see these fucking, they're, they're going to run. The bottom line is they will run out. You want a little plastic T for your journey because they break. You want um, an ABS module for your GMC Savannah because they all fucked up and they're a thousand bucks each. You want like dumb, uh, the intake manifold <laughs> on your 3.3 I love that you caravan. mentioned that when, when one of my work vehicles, the GMC Savannah, constantly has issues with the ABS and the, the Stabila track. Yes, yeah, it's constant. It's almost like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, what else? I like just those those super common, like, oh, that one fucked up. You know, the knock sensor on a, on a Hyundai. Like they're, they're all fucked. Like, and now you used to go to the scrapyard and snatch one of those. Yeah, uh, and it's just not going to happen anymore. Um, the control arm on a Civic, they all break. So everybody used to go to scrapyards and grab, uh, you know, ones off an aftermarket car. Those are all gone. Now. I mean, you got to start going to the scrapyard as often as the hyenas and Lion King went to the boneyard. Literally, now you're all <laughs> they just go and they just jump it into the <laughs> new one, fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so scrapyards are going to become your best friend. They're going to be your best fucking friend very soon because parts are getting so. And if you happen to find what looks like a body in a garbage bag, don't worry. It was all part of a Halloween contest. It's not a real body. That I thought was that, cool. that was kind of cool. So that, at the scrapyard, we went to Dom's. By the way, no, no, we didn't go to Dom's. We went, we went to uh, Parts U-Pol. U-Pol. We went yeah. to U-Pol, which is owned by Dom's. It's, they, they have separate phones and everything, but it's all owned by the same people, I think. And uh, 
So you go into the yard there, and yeah, they had this contest where they said there was bags that it looks like a bodies in it, so it's all bloody parts, yeah. like a plastic person, and they're strewn throughout the yard. And if you grabbed one and brought it up, you got like a gift certificate or some shit. Thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. I was dressed up kind of too when we went because I'd stayed at my girlfriend's house and we'd done Halloween the night before. So I st- all I had, like I had pajamas I brought, but when it came to clothes, I was in my scarecrow costume <laughs> still. So I'd left my face paint on. I could have been entered in a contest when we went, but no, didn't happen. But yeah, Scrapyard, that was fun to go to, but you'll notice how stripped down it was and how busy it was. Like it's just, that's, yeah. they're about to become very important. Um, Kind of like, like nurses with no job, you know what I mean? Like there's just going to be so, scrapyards are going to be so important and nurses with no job are going to be so important. I think all the people that aren't allowed to get their jobs back because they aren't vaccinated should start their own hospitals. And then yeah. all us unvaccinated that, people could go that, to, those, hosp- same could go that, to yeah. those hospitals and be like, hey, did you all, did all 50 of, like there's at least 100 people in this region that have lost their job in the healthcare industry because of vaccination disagreements and that's enough to start a hospital. A hundred people is more than enough. Yeah. So let's, let's do it. Who's, who's, inf- who's funding <laughs> this? Where's the infrastructure? And we could use, there's a hundred buildings to choose from. Maybe we should buy the Janosh and turn it into a, a turn it into the, <laughs> the right wing hospital for unvaccinated. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, that's what they would call it. The Sir, Sir Joseph's right wing hospital for the I mean, unvaccinated. I, I, I do want to bring up the, the <laughs> fact that there are many uh, news organizations now that are, putting out articles out there that, that are saying like it's time for that pandemic amnesty let's talk about this yeah that's our first to- the, the big amount topic of people of that the say day. like okay let's not talk about who was wrong and who was right it's time for everybody to forgive everybody and and move on and and join in solidarity and then it's like oh okay well then you can show all the clips of uh discrimination of businesses uh fighting to stay open but being shut what was down the name of that burger place where they broke remember they broke it uh uh come on um uh, Adamson's uh, Adams, Adam Adams BBQ yeah, something like that but it was like do you remember all that shit that was a yeah. big one and the police there was footage of them break he showed up in the morning and the police had already gone in and taken his shit Remember all this stuff because he refused to stay closed <laughs> yeah. during the pandemic and he refused to make people wear masks while they waited in line or something. I don't know, whatever the fuck he did. <laughs> yeah. But I just love the Adams Barbecue, it was called. Adamson's. I think it was Adamson's. Uh, yeah, Adamson Barbecue. Yeah, Adamson. Yeah. Now I remember that. That was our big, you know, those were those were our, you know, golden chuck, golden chuck, go. Those are our guys <laughs> we were rooting for, like, you know, at the front lines kind of thing. Like before the truckers were at in Ottawa honking up a storm, screaming and yelling about how everything was fucked up performing uh what we don't really know is a microaggression we're not sure yet <laughs> uh, i believe the term you're looking for is microaggression microaggression and could you maybe <laughs> like, what, and what exactly <laughs> does that entail <laughs> i don't know yeah. maybe in spanish it means yeah. what we, maybe. <laughs> yeah. maybe you need a translator oh that i've had enough of this discrimination just because I'm French and retarded does not mean he's retarded. Hey, the French guy's retarded. He doesn't know what a microaggression is. Fucking retarded. Get him a baguette and send him fucking home. Yeah. Luckily, that politician there that was coaching that uh, person on the stand is only, di- didn't get elected in, thankfully. Oh, but it was, she was only the mayor of one of the most important cities in our country she was, at the she, moment. No, she was hoping to be the mayor, so mm. she didn't get elected in, thankfully. Jesus Christ, man. Anyway, so... Don't use the Lord's name in vain, Alex. I actually had somebody <laughs> bitch me out over that. I was like, I messaged, I sent them the podcast because it's a person that I know listens. Yeah. And they're like, I can't listen to this anywhere. And I was like, why well, is it? Because you use the Lord's name in vain. I was like, yeah, I don't think we're your crowd. We're your people anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, me and me and um, me and Mark are, are spiritual people, but 
I wouldn't consider me a devout anything when uh, it comes to religion. I mean, when it comes to religion, I have my own, my own beliefs. I'm not going to believe what they tell you to believe. Yeah, and I definitely, one thing I definitely, uh, regardless of belief, take it out of the equation is I don't condone the church at all, any church, the way they, the way they are, the way they condemn communities, the way they, they just treat people kind of shitty, the way they, I don't know, molest kids if they're uh, Catholic. Like, There's a lot of bad things with church. Every single, it's not about that nice sense of community it used religious, to be about. Every single religious group in history has had such a shady criminal past. Yeah. It, it's so it's so hard like, to oh, yeah, yeah you, whoever you're associating with. It's like it's like us with celebrities. Like I really like this celebrity, but like, yeah, you know he molests kids though, right? But like, yeah, but he was really good in uh in <laughs> <laughs> He was really good in castaway. Well, you know? I mean I mean that would, that was the the weirdest thing for me was uh the whole like when when Epstein was caught and uh and in jail and all that and then like oh his list may be leaked and then celebrities are like oh no oh shit what what the fuck i am moving and and tom hanks and his wife moved out of la and moved to greece yeah and then just in case right yeah and then it's like oh that list is staying shut oh so so la is safe again yeah okay we can move back honey honey Get the kids. We're going. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's <laughs> fucked up. All the kids that we bought. <laughs> Get all 40 of them and let's go move back. Anyways, so um, <laughs> well, let's digress back. Where did we? Where were we going before we started shitting on Tom? <laughs> well, we were talking Hanks, about religion. Cruise. Yeah, religion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then we can jump right to Tom, the other t- crazy Tom, Tom Cruise, <laughs> and his Scientology craziness. Uh, yeah. I'm starting to think but, they're but right. The, I'm yeah, starting to think they're well, right. <laughs> there, there were certain things that uh, that he actually called out in regards to the going-ons of the world today where people people are saying, like, whoa, Tom Cruise was, was right. Yeah. Wait, no, wait, it's, wait it's, what? It's true. <laughs> crazy Scientologist Tom Cruise makes more sense than 90% of the other celebrities in a, in a post-COVID world. I've, yeah. I heard him do a few interviews. He wasn't a COVID person. Pro-COVID guy. You can tell the way he talks. It's, you can just tell. There are certain celebrities that are just not buying it. You know, some of them are just so brainwashed that they're they're idiots. Eminem, Robert De Niro. Um, there's definitely ones that are just so brainwashed well, that, into it. That's, I mean, that's why you got to watch uh, the, the people who are outspoken the right wing in L.A. So, like, you got... Even John, Kanye, you, you got to be got, careful now. You got John Voight. Yep. Uh, he's, he's like, pro-Trump. Then, like, I mentioned Rob Schneider in uh, last week's episode... And Rob yep. Schneider even said in his interview, he has friends in Hollywood that have more conservative beliefs. But they won't say it. But they won't say it. They, they, they're hiding. He can, and he won't say who they are because they'll never get another movie. Exactly. They, just, they show up and they go, yeah, I got my facts. Do as you're told. I love everybody. You know, I have four pronouns. But in the back of their head, they're just like, this is fucking retarded. I will play the game. I will make the money. <laughs> but I hate you all. Right? (laughs) I can relate to whoever that is. Whoever Schneider's friends are, props to you. But I do have a lack of respect for the ballers. I think that as a man who's got no kids, you know, and and all that kind of shit, like, I I feel like there are certain people in society that have an obligation to stand up and do the right thing. And I think that if you're a celebrity, you know what I mean? And you're that, you have these, like, this is fucked up. Like the guy from Bad Wolves, I would have way more respect for somebody who gets hung out to dry and then tries to rise above than some, you know, Gina Carano, uh, the guy from Bad Wolves. Who else? Come on. Any any other celebrities that were like, this is fucked. I'm not on board. Uh, And then we're completely destroyed, ridiculed for it. Um, Mad props, mad and, and more respect. Like you say, we I, I love the interviews that we've seen where they talk about that, like the unvaccinated are the most. They were treated worse than in certain circumstances than the fucking Jews were. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like in a post World War 
two world like in the 50s and 60s like it's true like there was that we got we've been treated shittier than a lot of discriminated against groups in the 60s did yeah it's like being korean in america in the 60s was easier than being unvaccinated in canada in 2022 yeah that's now, fucking now, nuts. I know, I know that that might strike up like, oh God, cancel these guys. But I mean, well, you, go look you, at look at the difference in struggles. Like we were, they were allowed to go to the grocery store if you were Korean back in the day. I mean, somebody might yell at you, and it might have been uncomfortable, and you got dirty looks, but you were allowed in. Yeah. You know, like that's my point is that if you back in the days of racism and real bigotry, real bigotry, we're like, you know, we're at war with Korea. So let's treat the Koreans in our town like shit. Stupid bigotry, yeah. real bigotry, real bad racism, like the real shit. The stuff that in my in me and Mark's opinion and a lot of people's opinion isn't really that abundant these days because they like to make it seem like it is. Yeah. The world isn't very racist. It's part of you pushing a narrative. It's like I was watching a celebrity, uh, a, a YouTube guy, a black guy that flat out was like, you cannot be told you can't have a job because you're black you cannot be told that you're not allowed to go into this place because you're black you're not you cannot do this or that because you're black he was talking about tom mcdonald's you know black people who were never slaves yeah. comment in his new in his new song and and uh, and he's like he's not he's not wrong you know a lot of he's got a bit of a point with that and so i'm talking about back when it was a real thing you know and people were like that they still didn't get the same level of discrimination we have because they were allowed to go to pub you could go out to a bar if you were korean you might get beat up for going in but you got through the door but I, we I, didn't even get I through loved, the door. I loved the the sway of the public's opinion. So like when they're saying, "Oh, you you know, sway it your, does. Your, your freedom hasn't sway been lost. Like All you need to do is just go get the shot. It's nothing." But then like it's nothing. But then like you look at it's not. No, let's just focus on what you said yeah. though. You're right, Mark. Yeah. They said that. Yeah. They said it's nothing, and why? Because they trusted the science <laughs> with potatoes, right? <laughs> like that's. Fucking how stupid these people can be is that, and then now it's like, okay, well, the science was wrong, oopsie daisy, and they're like, well, we want amnesty. Well, no, no it wasn't, it wasn't just, do... it wasn't just that the science was wrong. It was like, hey, scientists, is is this accurate? Oh, uh, we didn't, we didn't say that. Yeah. Oh, so it was politically driven. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. But 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 at the time, you said it wasn't politically driven. Oh well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy talk. 2021 was just nuts. Do you, do you guys remember 2020? I don't. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I feel like a lot of these, the, excuse me, these interviews about the Emergencies Act being brought in. And, you know, I'm sure hospital executives and people that are big in the healthcare industry, there's going to be, you know, the hell that they're paying right now about the Emergencies Act, like the, the way they're being put out. Uh, let's say put on blast, I guess yeah. the kids say these days, yeah. over, <laughs> excuse me, over this, um, over the Emergencies Act being brought in for the first time in Canadian history or in the last in 90 years for something that was just so stupid. And you're going to see the same thing, I think, with the hospitals and and places like that got rid of employees because they wouldn't get vaxxed as people continue to die from yeah. it. I bet you in another few years, it'll be common knowledge that getting it made you more unhealthy than not. Well, I mean, so in I regards to the, the inquiry into the Emergencies Act, yeah, there is now, uh, it's being set up, uh, Preston Manning has made this announcement that uh, si uh, there's going to be a citizen-led inquiry into the pandemic. Citizen-led is my favorite part of that sentence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Man. Yeah. Which is, like, I like that it's citizen-led. That means, I mean, assuming that it's legit citizens and people that are, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I'd love to see... I hope it's not like, okay, so we got this, you know, this guy whose brother works for, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's one of the citizens oh, I, came I gotta, in. I got to make a jab at Alex Jones here and just be like, oh, they're, they're paid crisis actors. 
That was a very good yeah. imitation. Yeah. I like that. Uh, uh, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Jones on the shop pod today. Thanks for coming out, Alex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. You uh, can you get it? Can you please get Alex to say how much he loves our podcast for me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these, they're a bunch of stand-up guys. Listen, listen. I'm not gonna lie to you. These guys, they 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 talk about what's real. They, they talk about the same stuff that Infowars talks about. <laughs> I fucking love it. Thank you, Alex. I, the praise means so much to us. You know, like we don't get this. You know, we're very small time. So uh, hopefully that'll put us on the map. Alex shows on the shop party. No problem, no problem. That was pretty cool, wasn't it, Mark? Oh, oh yeah. <coughs> yes, that was that was pretty cool. That was <laughs> that was very cool. Oh, yeah, can only pop in for a minute though. Yeah, yeah no, that's that's I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, <laughs> so um, so the uh, the Emergencies Act thing, uh, them them digging into that is is some scary shit. Let's talk about our boy Pierre because Pierre. Has I made some comments about this? He's made a couple comments about the Emergencies Act thing, and, and he hasn't said anything specific other than, "Well, it would be really nice to get the truth out of them." I think was the line that he gave when somebody asked about, you know, that kind of stuff. So he's very encapsulated now, which I was worried about happening in becoming prime minister. Yeah, I'm glad he got elected. We wanted this to happen, but that personal touch that we used to get from him. With him, you know, taking videos in his office at Parliament and doing all these kinds of things, like that gave. I'm seeing it get less and less because he's got a campaign to run now. He has yeah. to fight to win the prime minister um, spot. Like he's he's the guy, right? He needs to be better than Shearer or Shear or whatever. He needs to be better than Harper. He needs to be better than the last few conservative candidates that have stepped up on a federal level. And he needs to 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 show people who like guys like. I hate to admit this because it's kind of classless and all that, but we, me and Mark talk a lot about this. Like I voted NDP before COVID in the early 2000s, like 2010, uh, you know, and I probably voted NDP in the 2016 election that Justin won. I imagine I definitely voted NDP when Layton was part of it, but I'm a, cons I voted conservative um, definitely once for Harper. I definitely voted for Harper on, on one, uh, probably his first run. I don't yeah. think I voted for him on his second four year. I think I might've gone NDP, but I went NDP because it's an opposition party and I understand politics. So I understand that by voting NDP, it doesn't make me a leftist socialist. It just means that I wanted um, the person in my constituency to be an NDP -er because in this part of Ontario, it would have more political pull and it would uh, fuck with the liberals more than it would have to have a conservative. Now, with the NDP being bought, sold, and sucked off in the back room of the liberal office of parliament because <laughs> that's what's going on. Yeah. Like, excuse me. <clears throat> That's the time of year for snot to flow too. <laughs> um, the the, um, the my point is is that there's such a coalition suck off going on between the NDP and the Liberals now that I would never in a million billion zillion years go the NDP route to kind of counteract and 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 pick an opposition party. Your thoughts should not lie on the opposition party. Now we need a majority government. Yeah. We've had a minority government now for over 15 years in Canada. And how much has gotten accomplished in those 15 years? Well, we had the housing crisis of 08. Well, we gave away all our money. And we then gave away all our money, money. And then gave that away too. Defunded our military, pretty much, completely. Yeah. Like, the, we've, there's been a stagnant number of money. While inflation just... No extra money in the military. Nothing. Yeah. Right? So we're just normal. So God forbid we have to defend ourselves in this fucked up World War Three. we're in the middle of. Oh, oh, oh. Big news. Big news. The one, okay. one thing that I did see pass in uh, the House of Commons recently is a motion was filed to audit 
the Arrive Can app because, ah, because yes. Pierre has constantly been at him. Okay, $54 million yeah. oh, went he off. He mentions the Arrive Can app. I, I saw. Yeah. Well, they said... I remember a, a liberal stood up and went, what would the conservatives have done during COVID? Would they have starved Canadians out? What would you have done? Basically accusing him of saying, oh, you think you're so good? You would have killed everybody if you were around during <laughs> COVID. And they're like, how about not spending, uh, I think it was out of $500 billion, $200 billion were pre-COVID expenses and $150 billion were arrive can expenses, which is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. He's like, if I, if I didn't invent, if I didn't have arrive can if it didn't exist i'd have had 150 million dollars for canadians that you don't one answer he stood up and says so yes sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but you're right he runs with a rive can and he's face fucking them yeah. with verbally by throwing it because they have no retaliation for it they don't they don't it's so, a big whoopsie so they said it costs 54 million to make and then pierre's like well i talked to a couple developers who could have made the exact same thing for 10 million yep Yep. And, and would have had better results and then without quarantining 10,000 people. And they implemented it, and then that was another $100 million in implementation. Yeah. It costs $100 million to pay people to put it in and monitor it and fix it and do whatever they had to do after it was created. Yeah. So now they're finally going to audit and see where all that money went because when they said that they'd sent money off to this corporation for ArriveCan and then they called that corporation, they're like, yeah, we, we didn't see any money. What the fuck are you talking oh, about? Really? I wish we saw that money. Follow, but no. You know what I love? We In the beginning of COVID, it was like follow the science, trust the science, and now it's follow the money, trust the money because yeah. that's like in all... Oh, man, I'm getting worked up. <laughs> I'm actually too tired to go like, ah, and get into that mode. Yeah. So I'm just putting my head down, taking a breath, and I'm going to say, it blows my fucking mind how two years ago they convinced us all to follow the science and that we have had to figure out for ourselves that it's actually the money that you need to follow. Yeah. It's, that really is disheartening. As a human being, to know that there are other human beings, people with the same flesh and blood as me, maybe different colors, maybe different sex, maybe a different whatever, sexual orientation, but still another flesh and blood person is, gives that little fucks about the rest of us that they're just like yeah i'm gonna make trillions of dollars while the rest of you just fucking starve and lose your grandma and go homeless and get really cold and really sick yeah it's really really hard to to think about the people on the other side of this yeah because that's what it, like it, that's what it's come down to like we, we we do get on the show and we get a we go a little crazy getting mad about the, this stuff but like that's what it's come down to now is people that were profiting and doing well while the rest of us were not just suffering but like getting beat down pretty hard you know, oh, grandma died. Oh, my buddy Chris just killed himself. Can't go to a funeral. It's COVID. There's no funeral I mean, for Chris. I, some some of know? the bigger shit to point out and hold people accountable was all the hypocrisy. It uh, And that's one thing that uh, I fucking love about uh, the singer of uh, Bad Wolves that yeah. is now doing Lone Wolf is uh, one, of the, one of the reasons he went off on his temper tantrum that he did was he was saying, like, these people are saying to do this and, and go stay alone, stay away from your neighbors, but then they're having big Hollywood elite parties. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, everyone's Obama got a mask on, but there's a thousand people in a room to give an award away. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Either go big, like, I'm with it. Yeah. I was always like, okay, so that's okay for this, but not this. Do you ever see the pictures of the kids? <laughs> I think we've got like a whole classroom of children masked up, but the two adults in the center of the room, the, the yeah. politicians who were there for the photo shoot, no mask. Yeah. 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 Says, speaks volumes. There's a bunch of shots of that, like with Biden. Yeah. No mask Biden and 10 little kids all fucking masked up. It's like, 
So are these the slaves he owns? Like, it looks like a picture of the person that bought their the blacks from the 1800s when they used to show up to the fucking market and there'd be 15 guys standing on the stand and they'd be like, ah, make them dance or make them flex so that we can pick the best ones. Right. I swear to God, that's what that picture looks like. We stand on there smiling with his thumbs up as all these little children with masks. Looks like he's there to purchase product. <laughs> not, pe- you know, not, not. I, I just picture more of like, uh, like, <laughs> it's okay. You can rub the blonde hairs on my leg. I know, yeah. I know you enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is. Re- There's so many creatures. Biden videos with the hands on the girls and the, and it's funny too because when it first came out it was like they were telling everyone to just like accept it and don't look at him we don't look at Joe weird when he does it because we you know what I mean we're trying to build an image for Joe but it's just out of control now Man. now it's two years later so now there's all these videos of girls being like I, you can't see because the camera's off now but the look on my face is like when the, the hand comes around touches the girl on the belly the shoulder wherever it is and it's just like the fuck like, <laughs> it's a very the fuck look and then they see it still and it's like oh immediately transform this awkward face into a smile for the camera it's okay it's okay it's okay you can <laughs> just see that's yeah. the look on their face all right yeah. and it's to me that it just makes my day it's just so comforting to know that anybody who voted for him is so ashamed well, they're, they're, okay, <laughs> when so, they look at that they see him do it and they're just like so there is a, a fucking creepy uh prices right host or I, i'm not sure if it was the price. new guy no no it might not be no no not the new guy like that's in the cur- in the 70s in the 70s there there was a there was like an actor comedian i i think it was price is right but he was on another game show that Before had Before barker Jeez. yeah no uh okay now price is right uh family feud oh family yeah. feud okay yeah, so there, yeah. there was another uh, uh comic and uh but he was on this game show with children and he would like force them to kiss him on the lips like oh come here can i get a kiss and, and like that's fucking weird and it's, it's fucking weird and creepy especially now to see that and then you 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 see biden you're, and you're like i mean it's the same he picture. Grew up, <laughs> he grew up in that. Yeah. Like, what is wrong? How is nobody like, uh, how's that dude with 70s values still allowed <laughs> to instill them on everybody? Yeah. Like, I, you know, everybody in the White House has been told that if Biden comes over and does that creepy 70s thing where he hugs you and kisses you on the lips and walks away and goes, have a wonderful day. You know yeah. what I mean? That you're just supposed to be like, okay, Joe. Like, the, nobody oh, but, wants to oh, do man, that. Though. Like, Don't touch me, you old creepy fuck. It's so funny because I've talked about the Biden but crime. I've that. talked about the Biden crime family before. And then like he comes out on hot mic. And for anybody who's unfamiliar with hot mic, it's when the mic is left on, but it should have been turned off. And he's shaking the hands of, uh, of this associate. And he's like, you don't fuck with the Bidens. It's like, oh, okay. So you're just like proving this crime he family. Said that? He yeah. said that? Yeah. Like, as he shot, I don't fuck with the Bidens. Just be like, right? Yeah. Gangsters. Yeah, yeah. Must be not. Congratulations, America. You voted in the smartest gangster. That's what you did. <laughs> oh, wait. No, wait a minute. You didn't vote for him. <laughs> I forgot. My bad. Nobody did. That was all fucking fake. But anyways, um, that election that went down in the States was was the beginning of what I, I knew that the, the Biden administration would be fun. Like, it would be, you know what I mean? They would give us lots of content to talk about on the show, but I did not in my wildest dreams imagine that it would give us so many videos of him inappropriately touching and kissing women and children. Yeah. And yet he still just walks freely. <laughs> I like that. Don't fuck with the Bidens. Yeah, yeah. Like I can see it if the, like if Bill Clinton said that, I'd be like, yeah, Bill's not, Bill's serious. Be careful. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Uh, let's see if I, let's see if I got this clip here. Okay. 
West Coast. Here it comes. No one fucks with a Biden. What? What? No one fucks with a Biden. You heard Hot it. Mike. He says it's so quiet, too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the Biden cry family. Ladies, ladies and, and gentlemen, gentlemen, you're president of the United States. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. People give fucking Trump shit for the shit he says, yeah. but then you got this guy out here. Nobody fucks with a Biden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So you know he's doing some shady shit, but then there's like his moments where like he's completely lost, and so there's literally a clip like of him walking about to walk off a stage, not aware of it. On and, the, and, at the edge, and, and, and Kamala is like, "Well, Kamala is like, no, no, like kind of reaching for him, like Jojo, and then he stops and like, okay." crisis averted <laughs> <laughs> he almost just walked like I, I, one of these days is someone gonna miss it and he just bloop, off the edge like a like a concert like a bad rock concert yeah it's like fuck he he fell off his bike again no no he fell off the if stage he walks time. off the stage he died i don't think his head can't handle the trauma <laughs> then they would ri- wait a minute i just figured out how he died last year he walked off a stage, died, and they've put a, 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 a radio-controlled puppet in its place now. I figured it out. And the puppet was like, it'd be so funny. Don't fuck with the Bidens. Oh, man. So with with Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Oh, yeah. He fired a shitload of people. He fired a shitload of people. This and, week, the CEO and, and, and the uh, vice president. Right now, the Twitter building is locked, and there's only like the infrastructure people are inside right now. But... He's cleaning house. What, what I did love about that is Twitter's already fact-checked the White House. <laughs> what? Yeah, so uh, Biden tweeted out uh, that uh, gas prices were up $5 a gallon before he got in. And so, like, it was fact-checked. And it's like, no, that's incorrect. Nope. <laughs> they let him tweet? <laughs> yeah. It can't be him. It's got to be somebody else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, there's, yeah. there's hey, no Hey, can you, can you say that thing about the gas? Yeah, I could just picture. Like, I can. I, can you picture Joe on his phone typing? Because I can't. Yeah. Would you? What would you want me to say about that gas? You, you, you know the the thing, the thing. Joe, over here. Doctor Jill. Joe, over here. Where, where's Where's Joe? Jill? Over here. Where's Joe? Okay, fucking Jesus! Somebody go get okay. him. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then, like, his crew's just like, just okay, just put that that. that you know, gas was higher when by before Biden was not. Just make something happen. <laughs> and it's fun too because uh, we're seeing what happens when you do make stuff up. Because in the moment, it instills the fear and gets everybody going. But now it's two years later, and we're like, "Oh, you were wrong. You yeah, know, you you fucked this up." And 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 they're like, "Oh, you you you're right. I was wrong. I would like and appreciate." Amnesty. <laughs> I think that's only fair. You're you got me. So a couple people were trampled by horses so, and beat by cops and the RCMP. And where are the bad guys if we don't forgive and forget? It's like, well, you are crazy right-wing Nazis then. Because I want to hang these people in the town square. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I want their children to go, my mommy's hanging in the town square because she lied to Wait, wait, wait. You got to be careful. You got to be careful because you said these people. She lied. Right? She lied. She lied to everybody and told them that that that, that that the vaccine was helping people. And she's she's part of this committee. When she she made some numbers up, and they found out, and now she's dead. I I see those children. They're not gonna fuck around. Those kids are gonna grow up going, yeah, my mom's dead because she bullshitted the public. I'm not like I'm being dead serious right now. Like like this is we're teaching our kids it's okay to lie to everybody. 
Yeah. All the time, no matter how much money or responsibility you have, and that you will be okay at the end of it. Is that something we should instill <laughs> in our children? I don't think so. Now, is my crazy, you know, hang them in the town square mentality going to teach them that's a bad idea? No, but if there was some consequence, if there was some change, how about people that are were in the healthcare industry? How about this? How about people that were in the healthcare industry? If you can prove that you lost your job because you didn't get vaccinated or because you didn't want to get a third poke or whatever the situation was, if you can prove it in any way, there's a giant tax benefit of thousands and thousands of dollars waiting for you. And they create a huge a, a program, government funded, specifically to help either re-educate or find you another job through job bank stuff and people who've lost their job based on that type of discrimination are first in line for interviews and good wages at currently existing hospitals, hospitals that need help or a, 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 something totally separate if you want to do a re-career. Like, what, how, here, there's an idea. <laughs> Why don't we bank our next prime minister thing on that? Let's, let's create a fun. There's a place to put $150 million instead of on the Arrive Can app. There's yeah. a good place for it. Help those people get out. Like, that's the shit I can see Pierre doing. If things get serious for him as, as, as a prime minister. Like, we need to be doing that kind of stuff. How about, how about a fund for people who couldn't afford to have a funeral during COVID so they just didn't fucking have one? Why don't we pick one day of the year and we say this is a day everybody gets this day off and you get to and, and we're all gonna and we're gonna do anything during those two years any funerals any grandmas that were dead any best friends who fucking hung themselves in their apartment anything that went down <laughs> during those two years that you couldn't have a funeral you couldn't attend to you here's your day everybody gets this day off and it's gonna be we're sorry for fucking covid up day yeah how about that like there are ways for the government to say you guys were right and we fucked up and we want to do better well, no, but, but they won't because it goes against the narrative that they're trying to create. I, but what I'm, my point is, is that what they're, because when they say, you're right, I want amnesty, that, because <laughs> yeah. now, like I said, you, you, if you go back and listen to what I just said, I said, now we're the bad guy. Yeah. That's my fucking problem with narcissism is when they take the bad guy mentality and they flip it over on you by saying <laughs> one simple fucking dumbass thing. I want amnesty. I fucked up. I didn't know. It's like, well, you did know. So now we're going to go and get into proving that, yeah. but it'll take longer. So that, that's what drives me fucking nuts. My point in this is just saying there are ways to make us happy. There are ways to take the country and say, yeah, you know, you guys had um, a lot of valid points that we ignored. And we're sorry. Yeah. There are so many ways that they could just give us a bone. You know what I mean? And the fact that, well, I mean, not Justin himself. We all know the liberals never get I'm just talking about when and if the conservatives just take this back, they better fucking deliver. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, this is the conservative party's last chance, in my opinion. Because if they win in 2024 or five, and things continue to get worse, and I see more corruption, and I don't, I see a, a very Harper style of, yeah, we're trying, but it's not really happening. I'm going to be pretty fucking pissed yeah. off. So uh, I did want to say, uh, so there was an author named uh, Julie Powell. She's an author of a book called Julie and Julia. And uh, she was. Hey, about the, I know this, this, they made a movie about this with Amy Adams. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yes. very famous movie. It's got Amy Adams and Meryl Streep, I think is in it. Yeah. It plays the older girl. So, so, yeah, th so great movie, great book. So this author, uh, <laughs> during COVID said, I would argue that COVID does kill some of the right people. The anti-vaxxers and maskers, uh, the anti-vaxxers slash anti-maskers are dying in legions. But yes, it's a real shame about Kavanaugh. This author who is wishing the death of anti-vaxxers yes. and claiming that it was real, 
died suddenly. <laughs> no. <laughs> when? Oh, uh, last week. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you talk shit like that. Yeah. If, if like, you're wishing the death of others. That's the hand of God smiting you. Yeah. For sure. Fucking Jesus, man. And I guarantee, and it's funny, she mysteriously died. So she went and got yeah. poked and now she's dead. You know what? That's the epitome of what they wanted. That's what they wanted when they did. Because so we, we talked a little bit last week because I was really upset about my buddy passing away. About how I got, I've, I've gotten really into wondering about outside of the effects of, of, of what the Vax did based on COVID, what has it done psychic? Like, uh, what's psychotropic. Psychotropic. Like, what has it done to the parts of your brain that develop fight or flight, that develop sleep and sleep apnea and, and, and rest? And, you know, the parts of your brain that do primal things, you know, procreation, the will to live. What's it doing to that? And um, so as much as it is an issue that it's hurting, you know, you as a sick person, I think it's really, I'm convinced now and I'm getting more convinced as the months go by that it, that there are for certain people, not for everybody, but that they were probably, they might've been really fucking experimenting with this shit. I mean, they were experimenting with it in the, in the forties on Jews. They were pumping them full of shit and doing all kinds of cruel shit to them. And well, well one, that was 70 years ago. One thing certain doctors uh, and certain uh, social media influencers were talking about at the beginning of the lockdowns with keeping everybody inside is you know you're not outside jogging you're not boosting your immune system you're not exposing your body to the normal bacteria that you experience every day that your body fights off so you're like you're stuck in your own not a lot of people understand how an immune system works they don't understand what immunity means yeah they think that clean is good yeah so you're stuck in a bubble where your body's not building and growing so if you're stuck like that also, mentally, you're, you're being driven crazy yes. from being inside. You're depressed. I agree. Life change and everything. And then, yeah, you get the poke that, the experimental poke that, I mean, you're not sure what it's doing. You're just believing. So now you're- It does good things. It does the, the good things. I like, I like this idea. I like this mentality you've got. So it's like, you're already- um, Less social than you normally would. So let's take the poke out of the equation. We've got, we're less social, so less endorphins, less chemicals going off in your... People in the room with you, just like you and I right now, if you were, if I wasn't here and it was just, I am Mark, and this is the shot pot. (laughs) (laughs) Music, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, done. Okay. Hi, guys, I'm Mark, and, uh, well, this week we're gonna talk a little bit, and then when I'm done talking about that, I might talk about this. And then I might talk about this. Like <laughs> it's that the, the, your brain is not doing anything. It's processing what you're saying, but it's not receiving a response. Could, but with me, <laughs> but as soon as I'm in the room, the chemicals that are going off in your brain with when you say something like, like your brain on drugs, <laughs> and then I, and you laugh, and I respond by going, "Ha ha, that was funny." There's the there's the chemicals. There yeah. they are. You've 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 literally it's it's like anybody. You, you're taking your brain and you're saying these good chemicals. Do you like sugar? Fuck you. No sugar for two for two years. Yeah. You can't do that. It's a bad idea. Sugar's not good in abundance, but it's necessary in small doses. Yeah. Social is. Being social is the same way, but, you know, hugging a person. So, I mean, the, so the reason so we've why... we've removed ourselves from that. So the reason why I went there is because I was thinking of the 80s uh, drug, anti-drug campaigns. Like, this is your brain, and this is your brain on drugs. And, and it's just, just an egg. And just, I was saying, the egg. Yeah. And now it's like, this is your brain, and this is your brain in lockdown. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with... I agree 100%. This is your brain, and this is your brain on lockdown. It's very, very fucked up, man. Yeah. So they put you in lockdown... So you're not getting the the social aspect of your brain. Um, let's be honest, uh, diet-wise, did anybody's diet improve when COVID started? No. No, you ordered in more. Maybe you were one of the smart people that bought a bunch of groceries and stayed home and cooked. 
Most people don't exist. Never mind. But you know what I mean? Like most, like most people ate more shitty food. A lot of people gained weight. I personally lost weight during COVID, but most people were bigger on the other side. I mean, it was actually quite fun to go out in that fresh post lockdown and see how many of my guy and girlfriends did not matter the sex were at least a hundred pounds heavier. <laughs> I, I need to pause this to get the beer out of the freezer before it blows up. Okay. So <laughs> they mean, did blow up. There's a mess everywhere. The freezer's a fucking shit show. Tamara's screaming and yelling. I think everybody's leaving him. The house is on fire. Don't leave your beer in the fridge, people. <laughs> You're in the freezer. So. Yeah, there's, there's children running down the street. Naked! With one no, leg! That's, that's too far. With one leg! <laughs> because they lost war-torn Whitby. Because of the, the, the beers blew up. It's just children crawling from the rubble. Yeah. Help me! <laughs> April Fool! <laughs> I just picture the full... I'm sorry. We're in a very creative mood tonight like everything we do and say it's like let's elaborate on this story let's create a netflix series based on this sentence yeah. like we're fucked tonight yeah we created our own christmas horror yeah that was fucking i i I'm, i was listening back to those some of those moments and there's some good very funny ones someone's gonna write a script based on one of our ideas one day and we're just gonna be so fucking pissed. hey isn't that what we talked about yeah fuck damn it i actually did you? I think we might have discussed a million dollar idea. They literally printed money to make our shit. <laughs> that uh, you ever? When we were younger, we were talking about playing riffs. I remember I had a riff that was like down to down to down to down down to down to down to down, and then Default put out that song that was like, I don't know, it was a Default song. It was like. I can't sing like the guy from the phone. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it sounded like that. And it was that exact right. I swear to God, it was, uh, you know, chords. It was like, you know, A, C, and some E, but in a combination. I remember I was like, oh my God, that's my riff. It's, it's, it's like almost very, very, maybe a couple little pick scrape differences. Yeah. And I remember the guys coming over because we were in a band and we had this song. So it was called Money, Money, Money. That had this, this, this riff in it and it had like a hip hop verse where we were talking about how much, you know, money takes over the world. <laughs> Nothing's changed. I was like 17 when I was doing that. It was like 35, nothing's changed. Yeah. So it was like that. And then um, then the choruses were that dun 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 kind of thing. And this, so this song came out. And I just remember us all showing up one day and Sean, the guitar player, playing the riff from default and then playing ours. And we all just look at each other. It's like, well, what do we do? We get rid of the song? Like, what do we do, right? And it kind of reminds me, I can picture that too. If some some, some movie comes out where it's just like uh, <laughs> our Christmas horror story ends up on the big screen. We'll be like, well, at least we know we've got the potential <laughs> to do something with it. Um, also, I have, to make a, I have to make a comment. We have to have, we don't do this a lot because me and Mark are very mature, but it's fart joke time. <laughs> Certain foods, when you eat them, if you fart, your fart and or maybe if you have a bad poop the next day the room and or area just smells like the food you ate mixed with shit okay <laughs> so like there's parts like oh what did you eat you know like oh what did you eat but like mark had stroganoff or uh, 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 uh hamburger helper yeah cheeseburger, mac, cheeseburger mac hamburger helper and i'm telling you like there are certain things and so i said uh hamburger helpers on this list subway's another one you go to subway get a chicken teriyaki you take a fart, it just smells like chicken teriyaki with shit at it. It's all it fucking smells. It's just, it's horrible. It's like, why? What, McDonald's? Oh, smells like a Big Mac with shit added. That's all it smells like the next day. You know what yeah. I mean? It's almost as bad as everything being. With potatoes. You know, but not quite. <laughs> Anyways. 
I don't like that. I am now as an older man <laughs> in my thirties. Like I'm not eating food that just smells like itself with poop added the next day. That's where I'm drawing the line. Yeah. You know, I want something that I don't recognize when it's coming out. <laughs> Cause if I recognize it, how much of it are you processing? Yeah. Not enough. Anyways, that's, so I'm gonna, we I'm, need to eat better. I'm going to, I'm going to play a little bit of a recording that I did from 10 over, over 10 years, yeah, ago. 10 years ago. Uh, I was playing a song I wrote called Toys. And the structure of the song is very close to closing time. Oh, is it? Yeah. Even even my solo, I don't uh I have a little more than than what they have with the piano. Yeah. But it's but you'll you'll, it's hear, very, you'll, okay, you're you'll hear, hear the solo. Okay. <laughs> you can hear the drunken bar patrons. Oh, I hear bass. Yeah, there's an acoustic bass there too. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah. (laughs) Is that uh, G D A C? Yeah, I can tell. Four chords. <laughs> Do you know that song though? Do you remember the song? Yeah. Structure yeah. at all? Do you remember what you played? Is it a DGCFAD tuning? Yeah. So for you, it. From a gangland cobra and some teenagers wearing shells. And this sounds like bare naked ladies. Came in to save the day, kick their butts back to the Stone Age. Their victory cheer was this is such a good little song when did closing time come out though I think Uh, it was before it was before this key change where is this this is what this was at the atria Oh boy. <laughs> the bar patrons. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking drunken atrium guys just yeah. That guy just came up down came up from downstairs doing a big line of coke. That's why he's yelling. He's like, yeah! People are like, Do you like the song? He's like, No, I'm so high. <laughs> Drugs are great here. <laughs> yeah, so that song is literally all- You came to the atrium to see me do an original set at uh, one time too, I remember. Yeah. That was good times. Yeah, so that, that song is literally all about uh, just playing with toys, being a kid. And not making any sense. So that's yeah. why I had Ninja Turtles in there taking on Cobra from G.I. Yeah. Joe and uh, and kicking their butts back to the Stone Age. Their victory cheer was Cowabunga. So, yeah. I um, I think it's flattering when you've got, when something comes out and you're like, oh, that's a riff that, that yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Like you say, it shows you that you have that kind of potential. Yeah. But it's scary when you say, hey, you know what would be really fucked up? If Russia and the Ukraine decided to start fucking with each other based on NATO oil lines over politics and geopolitical neo-fucking... <laughs> you just start going off on, on what's going on economically and you're like, oh. And then it happened. 
Yeah. That's when it gets kind of fucked. I don't want to be right about my predictions of the, the fucked up world. I do want to be right about my riffs being good. Because if I write so, a riff and then it shows up on the radio, I know I must have done something Regardless right. of the fact that that song has the same more or less infrastructure of Well, it's the same interval. Time. The word is yeah. intervals. The intervals are the same. You yeah. can't really say it's the same song. It's just the same intervals yeah. on the bass notes. So, so like some people will be like, oh, that's closing time. It's like, okay, but uh, again, every tune melody out there everywhere is basically taken so yeah so anyways this is more or less my one appropriate song that i could play even for children and i did at the lake and like had parents like oh my god it's so sweet and here's some money i'm like i'm not really busking but i mean did sure. you ever remember you seen parks and rec you could yeah. be andy just <laughs> yeah. just what's what's this what's oh, his name man. that stupid character that he makes up where he goes on he makes it he's like kid show it's like uh fuck what's his name <laughs> Uh, and, yeah, he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he plays the FBI agent that he made up. He comes. He Bert Macklin. Bert Macklin shows up sometimes. What the fuck is the name of his show? I, yeah, I can't think of it. It's going to kill me, though. It's not, I can picture it's something to do with fucking Taekwondo or ninjas or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that You know great. what I mean? Because it's all about. It's all about. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. So are we looking it up? Yeah. Okay, we're looking it up, whatever. Whoever, whoever's a Parks and Rec fans right now screaming at their phone and or radio or whatever they're listening to the podcast <laughs> on, just being like these fucking guys. The Johnny Karate Johnny? Super Awesome Musical Explosion Show. Johnny Karate. <laughs> that was his fucking name. I remember this. Like, yeah, I could see you doing that. You could be a Johnny Karate. I couldn't because I'd, I'd drop a, an F-bomb or I'd say something inappropriate and the kids would be like, Mommy! Like the the clown you hired that played guitar and said fuck. <laughs> it would not go well, right? Uh, and Johnny Karate played for very rich people before he got his own TV show. So. Anyways, that's the Oh man, I always kind of like that show too. Now let's talk a little bit of shit about Chris Pratt for a second. I know you love this guy, yeah. but he has been Andy in every movie he's ever been in. No, and now so I just I tried watching. Um, this really shitty movie that he was in, man. I also watched Uncharted with Tom Holland. Yeah. Oh, bad. Okay, I gotta, I gotta let Hollywood in on a little secret that they probably already know. The movie made enough money; nobody cares about what I'm saying. But the bottom line is, is that like not all celebrities have chemistry. I've never seen two people be worse on screen together than Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, and it's because both of them are bad actors on their own. They need, <laughs> and both of them need a co-star to bring the good out of them. They both need it. And I'll be real; I know you're a Holland guy. Yeah. My confidence level in him as an actor has dropped to all-time lows after seeing that movie. I've never been less impressed oh, with you somebody. See the fucking what is it? The, he's fucking horrible. There's there's a movie. He's uh, not funny. He's not even. He's not even good looking. I watched it with my girl, and she didn't even get all like excited over Tom being on screen, which was my whole goal in watching the fucking show with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, they don't even give Mark and Tom these, like, moments to kind of be sexy. They're just, it's just a bad movie. Just a movie about a bunch of shit happening that makes no sense. And then they fall through the sky and they have a, a like we're talking right now, like, hey, Mark, we're falling at the rate that you fall out of a plane, which is very fast. Can you hear me right now? And you're like, yeah, I can hear you just fine. It's like, yeah. that's not how it works. Half the movie's in falling out of a fucking plane and having a conversation, which you can't do. The Devil all the time. He was really good in, and it was uh, it was about being in in, in South. There was there was no comedy to it. Okay. Uh, also, there's a movie called Cherry where he plays an addict. I'd like to because Ewan McGregor won me over by being an addict. I never really liked Ewan until he did Train Spotting. Yeah. Was that? Yeah, he did Train Spotting, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. So, uh, that was his. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he's uh, that was right before he was Obi Wan. Yeah. So, uh, cha- so I'm going to read the premise for Cherry. Or tra- Cherry it. drifts from college dropout to uh, to army medic in Iraq. Anchored only by his one true love, Emily. However, after returning from the war with PTSD, his life spirals into drugs and crime as he struggles to find his place in the world. And the Russo brothers made it. Oh, fuck. I'm sold. I'm sold. You win. <laughs> I will check it out. But I'm telling you right now, don't like him as Spider-Man that much. And I really hated him in Uncharted. So he's not fucking bringing... He's not hitting any anything with me. He's not yeah. hitting anything with me. I, I don't like this kid at all. But... um, Then... I see, what's it called? That Zendaya girl? Yeah. Jesus Christ, she ever fucking funny and good. I like her. <laughs> see, I think she's great. I'd watch her in anything. And then the girl who played Hit Girl in Kick-Ass. In Kick-Ass. Chloe Moritz Grace. She is, I would argue, one of the most beautiful and talented women alive right now. Yeah. She is um, very Emily Watson or Emma Watson look to her, like on that level of hotness where it's like almost weird because she's just so pretty. There was but a, she's so good. And she's in a new movie called The Peripheral, or show yeah, called yeah. The Peripheral on Amazon. Yeah. Highly recommend. The uh, She's uh, going through some stuff, I guess. Oh, is she? I, yeah, oh, so, I feel so, that. Well, that, no, no, no. So like I when, when you reach stuff. a certain level of stardom yeah. and somebody else can put you center stage, so Family Guy put her center stage, took away her torso and extended her legs. Uh, and oh, they did a bit on her? Yeah. And, and she didn't like it? it? It's not just that she didn't like it. It's that like so many people kind of showed her and laughed at her for it that it did some, oh, some damage. And I'll be honest with you. she Chloe should reach out to Seth. Honestly, she should. She should reach out to Seth and say, I kind of fucked up over it. And I guarantee you, Seth, will make it better. Honestly, yeah. he's a good dude. He's a quality dude. He's very, he's not homophobic or anti-Semitic or anything. Like, he's very inclusive. He's, he's but he's not good with politics. But no, but he <laughs> fucking likes jokes. He, li- he, he there, nothing isn't funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. With Seth. So he will, I guarantee he'll make it right. Yeah. Seth is a quality person. I believe he's a good director and a good dude. And I believe he's the kind of person that Hollywood should have more of. Yeah. I really, really, really do. Especially watching the Orville and the type of topics he tackles. You know, he is very open. I think he sh- she should reach out because so he's wh- a good dude. He'd probably make a movie with her and make her feel great. Yeah. So when you started going on about celebrities, you were, you brought up Chris Pratt for something. Yeah. I was just mostly talking about, so I saw him in a movie called the Tomorrow War. Oh, yeah. fucking War was fucking amazing. It's horrible! It was amazing. It's a shit movie! It was amazing. Good. Yvonne Strahovski was in it, too. Fucking great. Hang on. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on. I'll be done in a minute. Uh, Okay, so Yvonne Strahovski is so good at taking roles where she doesn't get to look good. (laughs) Because she's hot as fuck, but you wouldn't know. So I was watching Handmaid's Tale, and she's like this oppressed woman in it right so there's no sexy scenes at all and they had this one scene where they tortured her by whipping her so they show a scene where she takes her pants down and she's wearing underwear and you can see her she's all tortured on her legs i was like yes finally we get to see yvonne's ass in this fucking show and it was all scarred up i "I don't care i know it's makeup give me that ass i swear to god yvonne is so i love that though i love that she's one of the most beautiful women i can think of but i've never seen her really that sexy in shows so, I think that's awesome that she pulls in, that off. In regards to, to she's just a good actress. So in regards to Chris Pratt, the one thing I, I didn't, just don't get it. I don't get thing, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. They can both the, fuck off. The one thing I didn't share with you because I know your your views on it. Uh, I'm not on shitting him. on people who like him. I yeah. just I don't. But I don't the, get it. But because you don't, I didn't actually share share it with you. I shared with other people, uh, other Marvel enthusiasts. 
Did you see the trailer for the holiday yes, special? Yes, I did. I did. And it's all about kidnapping Kevin Bacon for, it for, looks for great. Star-Lord. It looks great. <laughs> it looks great. And I'm wondering because... I'll watch it, bro. I'll be honest with you. The comedy side of Pratt doesn't bother... The fact that Andy joined the Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't bother me. I just think it's weird that a guy makes so much money being Andy over and over and over again. <laughs> I guess you could say the same thing about Jack Black, but I would argue Goosebumps, King Kong, I'll give you a list of Jack Black movies that he's not the same guy. Okay, but even in Jurassic World, he wasn't the same sorry, guy. That, he didn't He didn't have that Andy sense of humor. There was no sense of humor to him. He was, sarca- still, he's, he was sarcastic in trying to piss off Bryce Dallas Howard. He, he just looks like a, a bumbling buffoon, <laughs> no matter what. He, he just looks like a bumbling Andy, no matter what he's doing. He's like, whoa, blue, I got you. And even then, I just picture Andy being like, Dinosaurs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's I'm sorry. Maybe it's me. But I just I'm not buying I'm not buying it. I'm not sold. Like the scene we the, 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 you know the scene with the hands that was in the preview that I'm talking about from yeah, the yeah, first yeah. Jurassic movie he did. <laughs> I'm just not buying it. I don't yeah. buy Chris. Chris can't win me over. So but what what I'm thinking of I think Holland though, you're talking about talking about those two Holland movies. I think yeah. he might. He still has a chance, but I I'm Chris is I think the jury's back in and the verdict's out. <laughs> I think it is. So uh he just can't act. So James Gunn had Very said pretty. So James Gunn had said before you see Guardians Three, you needed to see the holiday special. So there's something that ties I'll in. I'll be watching. And I'm wondering if Kevin Bacon is going to be in Guardians 3 on the ship, and that's what you need to see. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> like, if you see Guardians 3, you'll be like, how the fuck is Kevin if Bacon If I was here? Kevin Bacon, I'd just be like, yeah, because he gets, <laughs> he gets referenced in so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I, I love when, when Chris Pratt met Tom Holland in yeah. in Infinity when he's talking about Greece, and he's like, that no, movie no, was... No, 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 Footloose. Footloose. He's like, that movie was never good. And he's like, what did you say? Like, <laughs> oh, I'd love to watch them fight. I'd love to watch Star-Lord be choo-choo, and then fucking dumbass Holland's like, da, 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 da. They're just the two shittiest superheroes fighting. They're like Battle of the Shit Boxes. It's like your 98 Civic racing a 92 oh, Accord. So my favorite superhero is... Is mixing it up with DC shoes, DC or shoes. yeah, the DC skate company total. Uh, so Deadpool. Uh, nice. I so, saw. Yeah. I saw the Deadpool kicks. Yeah. So there's Deadpool shoes, uh, uh, Deadpool shirts in DC. Like, yeah. like it's everything. And I'm like, oh man, this this is my jam right yeah, here. Yeah, I know. It reminds, it's like a 2001 all over again. Yeah. When when and, yeah. and the fucking shoes look so fucking dope. They, so they've comfy. got that. They've got that worn red leather. With with the black accents, I'm like, oh man, I want those. You'll have a pair. Oh yeah. Everybody thought I'd have a pair of the Sonic shoes, but budget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once Sonic became cool, all of the things I wanted to buy related to him became unaffordable. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. I haven't bought the new game yet either. <laughs> I was gonna buy it, and then I was like, wait, well, yeah, I don't. Does it come out on like the eighth? Uh, day after tomorrow. Oh. Tuesday. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not out yet, but it's not out yet, but soon. Yeah, but you still have time. Still have time to rob a bank between now and Tuesday. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, by the way, it's been out for some people who are like, you know, beta people, whatever they call that, people that get like, I don't know how, but games get released on day X and everyone has it way before that. And, and people go online. It happens with every game. And they go, oh, why is everybody posting this? This is for, And then the company, Sega in this case, uh, you know, Bethesda in other cases, will, will have to go online and hunt for anybody posting any footage or anything related to the game saying good or bad things because they don't want anybody to, to see this. <laughs> So the Sonic, I, I mean, because yeah. I'm part of so many Sonic communities, I've seen shitloads of footage of people playing it. Apparently, it's a lot of rail grinding, which 
as somebody who used to do a lot of cocaine, I'm very confused. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, apparently the whole game is just him jumping on those rails and doing the thing with the sparks and jumping. He's like, there's a lot more, more of that than you want. Yeah. So I don't, we'll see. The jury's uh, going to stay out for me on the game until I have it. But I love Sonic so much. And I think it's cool that Eggman's not the bad guy or Robotnik's not the bad guy, you know? Yeah. And that he's just in this other world and it's going to be a step away from the franchise. I think it's necessary. And a lot of people, I will admit, have said it's the best Sonic game in 20 years. 20 years is a long time. The last... That, that, that's basically saying it's a, as, as groundbreaking as Sonic Adventure 2, which came out in 2001. And I don't know if you know, Mark, but that's the one where Sonic in the beginning of the game jumps out of that plane, hops on the piece of the plane as a, like the wing and yeah. uses it like a skateboard. And you're the beginning of the game is you landing and going down that hill yeah. to that crazy escape from the city song, which was a, such a great pop punk song. Rolling around at the speed of <laughs> it was, <clears throat> I remember that, that was just such a great, and that was the first, um, Game was Shadow, so it was a very big deal that the dark black hedgehog was coming to fuck you up, and then everybody was like, hey, there he is, and Sonic's like, that's not me, he's black, I'm blue, racism! It was like racism in the Sonic community, it was amazing. <laughs> and then they, of course, because they had black Shadow, you know, all the white people got angry, they had to put out silver, so the white folks had somebody to like the, <laughs> the next year for, for Sonic 06. Oh, man, so there was a, a well-known woke TikTok user. Oh, boy. And so I'm going to read you this, uh, this article because this is fucking ridiculous. A well-known woke TikTok user has made a very good point in regards to buying your ticket with your hard-earned money for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. To oh. all Caucasian people, don't you dare go watch the movie on opening weekends. Seats should be saved slash reserved only for color. More specifically, <laughs> black people. And if you don't abide by those rules, then you are anti-black. The film is just too important for the black community that white audiences must absolutely refrain from attending opening weekend screenings of Wakanda forever. I think they should backtrack that and just they say... They must prove that they are down for the cause, otherwise racist. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay, all right, all right. I think they should change it. You sh if you're white, you should just have to talk to one black friend. And get permission to see it. So I'll call my buddy Nathan. Like, hey, Nathan, am I allowed to go see Wakanda forever? Be like, fuck you, white boy. I'll be like, all right, I guess I'll see it next week. <laughs> right? Yeah. That sounds so, like what I it mean, should be. I mean, all that says to me is we want our movie to fail. No, that's that. So don't go see that, it. All that says to me is like, that says a lot about the state of the world. Yeah. The fact that you can post that and it's just like, okay. Yeah. It's like, that's insane. Why don't we support the movie because it's got a lot of black people in it? Why don't right. we make help them all make money and make it the biggest movie? Exactly. That, of, that's why the, everybody should of, go fucking see of it. Of the year so that the black community goes, wow, we had the best-selling Marvel movie of the year, of 2022. The movie that made the most money was ours, was the movie that, 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 that's a big part of our community, where almost everybody in it is 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 from our, our race. How about we do that instead? Yeah. Not that it's necessary. I don't really, I, I truly don't think they need that. And a lot of black people tell you they don't. This, but, the, I mean, this, I, this, but this fan service bullshit to that community isn't necessary. They're happy for it, and the, and the, and the Black Panther movies are great, and the character's amazing. But anybody who's from that community will tell you that it's not necessary to constantly be catering and giving them what they want. They're like, we don't feel unrepresented. You gotta calm down. Yeah. Why is Ariel black? You've got Jasmine. A lot, like a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, the the, the amount of people that are all about the black the, the the black Ariel thing, 
go see this movie. Like, go check this out. Like I said, let's make it the biggest fucking movie of the year. It's got a chance of being it. What Marvel movie could compete with it? Short of Doctor Strange. And did yeah. that come out this year? Yes, it did. Yeah, it came out this year. So uh, the Princess and the Frog had uh, Tiana, which is the the black yeah. the Disney princess. She's fantastic. Yeah. I also, like, I, I, I don't know. Is, I, I like Jasmine a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was we, kind of weird. The girl that I see, she messaged me the day. She's like, what are your favorite Disney princesses? And I was like, oh, okay, let me think. Let me think. Uno, numero uno is Ariel. Always Ariel. Ariel's always number one. Which is why. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to go so abstract and say, well, Ripley, uh, <laughs> Peg Bundy. No, uh, no, no. She was specifically <laughs> Disney princesses. I wasn't allowed to pick. I tried to say Leia, and she flat out told me it didn't count. I said Princess Leia, and she said it doesn't count. I actually sent her a picture of Carrie Fisher when she's doing that thing where she looks out from behind, yeah, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. just got the blaster, like her opening scene. I sent her that when she said, who is your favorite Disney princess? I sent her that instead. And she's like, that doesn't count. It's got to be the original, like, 20 or 30 from back in the day. Yeah. So Ariel was number one, and Jasmine was two. Those are my two favorites. They're the best. They're, they're the, the badass bitches. Jasmine had a fucking tiger. Yeah. Like, yeah, seriously. If you don't eat this pussy properly, I'm going to feed you to, to, to <laughs> zero over here. How do you feel about that? Like, that's pretty badass to me. I yeah. like that. And then Ariel was just a great singer, and she's a redhead, so pff, sold. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, those are my <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, please. The, the one what from... are your favorite Disney princesses? Oh, I want to know, uh, Mark. What's her name? I think it's. Uh... <laughs> don't say what's her name. They don't like that. No, 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 no. The, uh, no, no, no. What, uh, from Hercules, what was her name? Oh, no, don't, you put me on the spot, I can't remember. <laughs> she is pretty cool. Shit, look it up. <laughs> Thank God, at least we're not pretending we don't. Oh, uh, Megara. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really liked her. Who else, who else, who else, who else, who else? Is there anybody else that kind of, I was a big Lion King fan, too. Like, really big Lion King fan, so I, I thought that, um, so when Nala was I thought, was, I liked, was drinking from the stream, looking up all seductively, where you were like, "Ooh!" I definitely didn't go uh, "Ooh," but I I thought that Nala was a cool character. The word "sex" is written in the stars. Ooh, <laughs> that's what people have. It's <laughs> not true. There's no way. Oh, it's true. Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Disney. As sure as there was a cock on the Little Mermaid's fucking poster. <laughs> oh yeah, when she's looking up, right? Ah, that was so funny. I love the the meme with. Jay Jason Momoa standing in the, in the shallow water, and then the Little Mermaid like, look at him. I mean, like the actual, I mean the actual, the actual poster for like the for the cartoon. I know, I yeah. know, I know, I know. But I know. yeah, it falls in line with that, I guess. Yeah, it's it makes sense. So many, so because that poster with Black Ariel looking up in the big shadow on her face is not a boat. It does not. It's like it's not a yeah, boat. It's not a boat. It's a boat with two giant balls behind it. Apparently, anyways. I can't, I can't, I can't today. Um, uh, okay, can I, can I do a quick, uh, oh yeah, we're an hour or so in. Yep. Tales of the Jedi. Have you seen it? No. Okay, I'm sorry, I've waited long enough, okay. I'm ruining everything. Yeah, go for it. Uh, you're gonna, please watch it. We watch it with Parker? Maybe. With me? The young one? I'm telling you, it's got kid value. Yeah. I, I have uh, somebody I want to watch it with specifically because it's got, number one, so you get to see little baby Ahsoka. The first episode is Baby Ahsoka and how they figure out that she's a Jedi. It's very kiddy. It's your kid will love it. It's it's yeah. a, it's a good episode to watch with your your son and have a little moment. I know it's going to be great for you. I swear to God, because I watched it and I went, oh, my little heart broke. <laughs> like it's so cute. And then they just it's time. It's in canonical order. 
Chronological order? <laughs> yeah. Are those both words? They're both words. Yeah. Fuck everybody. Canonical, yes. Not canonical. Means it's canon. <laughs> means everything that happened is part of the, the world that you're watching. Uh, and then chronological means that the episodes happen in the order that the timeline. So the first episode is Baby Soka being figured out she's a Jedi. The second one is young Qui-Gon and a master Dooku. So Dooku's his uh, a master, and and Qui Gon was born on Coruscant, and so they go and they try to do a dispute, and it's the exact. Actually, I'm lying. It's right before, um, about ten years before Anakin comes to the Order. Okay, amazing episode. You get to see a begin the beginning of why Dooku goes fuck these guys. What the fuck is the Jedi Order doing? And it's dude, I'm with it. I'm with it. I would have started the Confederacy of Independent Systems myself. If I was fucking Dooku. He comes from money. He's beyond rich. He's a count. He owns a planet. His family comes from money, but because he's, um, uh, 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 what's it called? You know, force sensitive. They think he's a freak and like an alien and they, they kind of cast him out. So then he goes to the Jedi Order, loses all attachments and becomes this, this, this count. So him and Qui-Gon go. Second episode is very good. The third episode is how Dooku deals with Qui-Gon passing away. In Phantom Menace. Now, you don't know this, but Dooku warned the council about Maul before Qui-Gon went and fought him and was killed by him. Yeah. Which is why he takes it very fucking personally when Qui-Gon is murdered and Obi-Wan has to avenge him. Now, this was a problem for a number of reasons. Number one, Qui-Gon was the father Anakin needed so that we didn't have the Empire rise up. So there's failure there. And number two, you know, Qui-Gon was basically like his son. So that's why Count left. So they explain that, but the best part of the whole series is once Count goes dark after episode three, episodes five and six are about Ahsoka and how she escapes Order 66 and how she survives that. Oh, nice. Oh, buddy. She encounters an Inquisitor and fights him with no lightsaber. She gives her sabers up. She lets them go because you can't have attachment to the Force. And then an Inquisitor finds her and he's got the spinning... And she fucks him up with nothing. You got to see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very. So I'm telling you, watch Tales of the Jedi. I, I'm recommending everybody watch it. I haven't, it's had, huge. I haven't had a lot of time. I, I actually just Works watched uh, episode five of Andor. Oh, five? So, We're on yeah. episode nine now. Yeah. So it gets so boring. So the, uh, they just. Like the big fucking shit just happened. They just flew through the fucking like the. Oh, the they fu- got out of that crazy yeah. uh, once every twenty year storm that happened. Yeah, what a and beautiful then, and scene. Then, and eh? then, yeah. Tell me that scene wasn't some of the most cinematic Star Wars you've seen then, in oh, years. I, I I loved it. The beautiful. the fact that 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 guy that was like dying behind him is like okay go up and it's like go up. Go up. Yes, go up. And then he goes up and he lit, makes it. And then you yeah. see a fucking Tie Fighter just. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking beautifully shot. Tony Gilroy, motherfucking props. Yeah, I don't care what nobody says. I don't care. <laughs> Andor's amazing show. Now, it gets. I'm gonna be real with you. Like after there's a. I've watched. We're at episode nine now. Episode eight and nine is is now. Andor himself is. I can't stand what they're doing with him. But outside of him, what happens with Mon Mothma and what happens with the other characters is amazing. Yeah. They get real good. The the Imperial blonde girl who's very pretty, the very pretty Imperial blonde girl that wants to, that's like convinced that there's oh, yeah. a connection. Yeah, yeah. She takes front and center and she, I love watching her. She's a badass bitch. So you're kind of rooting for her, but then you're like, wait a minute, she's part of the Empire. I don't want her to find the rebels. <laughs> but you kind of are rooting for her because she's just so passionate. Well, yeah, because, because so she well keeps written. being just kind of like waved off. But yeah, but, it's evil. She's yeah. she, she's mad because she can't be more evil than him. Yeah. Like yeah, it's for you. But you have this sympathy for the devil because that's how you write Star Wars. That, that's that's what why I, liked, I love it. That's what I liked about um, 
about the guy uh, who worked for the Empire. Andy Circus? No, 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 sorry. no, no, no. The the uh, the black guy who worked for the Empire that oh, was Finn. help that was helping. No, no, in in sorry. in Andor. Okay. Uh, who who was ah, helping? Ah, yes, yes. And when then, they were doing the, they were they were heisting the money. Yeah. And he, then and yeah. then the, the commandant is in there. and It's like you. And, and he goes, I should have been. He says, you'll be hanged for this. And he says, I should have been hanged years ago from working yeah, for you. Yeah, exactly. What a line. Yeah. What a line. That lot, dude. I'll be honest with you. Andor's got lines that if you st- like, I don't know if you remember how good Rogue One was. Rebellions are built on hope. Yeah. Or. Congratulations, you're being saved. Please do not resist. Like, there's so many lines in that fucking movie that just, oh, it's so beautifully written. I don't I don't really care what a lot of people say. Even Sagar, I don't want to start quoting Saw too much. <laughs> but when, when, when he, he's he's amazing. Like, the lines that you get from Forrest and the, the lines that you get, like, there's just such a beautiful movie of lines, of, yeah. of just lines that blow your mind. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. You know what I mean? Like that when he's, and, he, and he's just like, some of us just decided to do something about it. Like when he's bitching at Jin, like that's such a scene. Or the scene where Saw Gerrera, when he goes, you can stand to see the Imperial flag fly. And you just see Jin goes, <laughs> Jin just goes, it's not so hard when you don't look up. I was like, oh, what a line. Yeah. It is easier if you don't look up. Like, what do you say to that? I love it. I'm a massive fan of Gilroy's writing and the way that the movie, the way the movie was shot. Rogue One's one of my favorites. I mean, and they just expanded that same style that, in the show. The, I mean, the harsh thing with reality in regards to you know, uh, if you don't look up, it it, it plays oh, true. It's a, it's it pl- a bad line. It, you shouldn't say that, but it's it a play, great. It response. plays true for like everything going on in the world. You oh, can yeah. stand to watch COVID just destroy the planet. Not hard if you don't leave the house. <laughs> you know, like you can apply lines from that movie to so many facets of life. Yeah. You can stand to watch the liberal government just go out and take all your money and tax the shit out of you. It's not hard if you don't leave the house, <laughs> you know? <laughs> or if you just buy everything from Amazon. You know what I mean? Like it, that's the equivalent. That's the equivalent of the ignorance. Like that's why I love Star Wars because I can take that line and apply it to this world. Yeah. And it is applicable. What I just said is exactly the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's the same conversation. You can stand to watch Amazon destroy the planet and make trillions of dollars while we starve and they don't pay taxes. It's not so hard if you just buy everything and get it delivered to your house and don't worry about it. Like, it's the same conversation. It's it's big picture. Yeah. Are you a part of the solution or the problem? I'm a part of the problem. Okay, no problem. I know where you are. And that's why I love stuff. And Tony Gilroy gets that. He understands that art imitates life yeah. and he's doing it and that's why I'm a big Andor fan okay I'm done, I'm done with my crazy like right but I'm with you it gets better now Andor does go like I said I don't like what they do with his character I'm gonna ruin it for you he goes to jail he gets yeah. caught he takes the money from the heist and he goes and gets caught he goes to jail but they don't know who he is because he's using an alias and it, they take spend like three episodes wasting him because he's just in jail and you see how he's figuring out how he's going to escape yeah. but either way it's boring but mon- what they do with Mon Mothma and what they do with her husband and all the other characters what's his name the guy that runs the shop um, oh, I don't know, I don't know he's Bill Skarsgård yeah. whoever Bill's playing that those characters get That's to do Eric Skarsgård Eric Skarsgård sorry they do amazing things so I would highly recommend it and we've only got three episodes left Yeah. so they're going to I I put money on the table maybe I'm wrong a Jedi's got to show up. Yeah. There's going to be one <laughs> noise in this series. Just one. <laughs> it's going to happen once. My vote? My guess? I could be wrong. I'm, I'm saying it today, so when I'm wrong in three weeks, we can laugh about yeah. this. Cameron Monaghan's yeah. going to show up as Cal Kansas. He's going to show up. He's going to. I'm telling you. He was making 
the new Fallen Order game at the identical moment that they did this, and they were in the same studio, in the same part of California. Yeah. There's guarantee. I think Cameron Monaghan's going to, they're going to be like, we need, like, basically, Andor's going to be, I think it's going to be that Andor gets very valuable, and he gets stuck, and he's like, what are we going to do? No! And they know that Andor's like, we need this guy. Like, he's just, we need him. And then that's when someone will be like, well, I, I know a guy. Like, if he's really stuck, I know one guy that could go get him. Yeah. And it'll be Cal, I think. Who else? If Rosario Dawson shows up, oh no, they won't do that. They won't. Ahsoka's not. The look on your face. No, they, 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 they're not going to do that. I don't think Rosario. Rosario's got her own show. They've got a lot of tie-ins going on with her, and they used Ashley Eckstein to do the voice of Ahsoka for the Tales of the Jedi. So I think they're just leaving Ahsoka. I think she's got enough going on. Yeah, but yeah. Star Wars is it's a great time to be a fan. Tales was amazing. Andor's killing it, and we get Bad Batch in January. So yeah. as soon as this train kind of ends and we get bored in December, which was coming up, we'll be back at the Bad Batch, and then, and then February, Mandalore. Mando season three, where we get the fucking <laughs> Dinjarin going to the Mandalore, seeing Sindari destroyed after the night of a thousand tears in just shambles, and he has to go to the underground fucking caves underneath the city to try and redeem his soul to be a true Mandalorian. All the while, Bo-Katan is up on top of the tower going, fuck you, buddy. I run Mandalore. I I'm the queen of Mandalore. You want to redeem yourself? You got to go through me. Yeah. Give me the dark saber. No, come get the dark saber. Oh, I'm coming for it. You don't understand. You don't fuck with Katie Sackoff. She's been fucking bitches up since long before the Clone Wars. <laughs> She's lost her sister, her husband, her boyfriend, everything, her planet. She's out for blood. And she was on his side in season two. She's not a lady you want on the opposite side. I'm yeah. telling you, Katie Sackoff and, and Bo-Katan, her character, are going, it's going to be great. That's yeah. going to be a great season. I'm so and in January is also The Last of Us, the show comes out. Oh, I've heard so many good things. Like, the people that are fans of the of the franchise are like, okay, this sounds good, this sounds good, this sounds good. Like, it's not like with The Lord of the Rings with, like, you didn't talk to Peter? You didn't yeah. do this? You know, like, everything you heard before it came out was kind of like, meh, and then it came out, and you're like, uh-oh. I love the creator of the show came out to say, we're fans of the game, so yeah. we just wanted to recreate. <laughs> what more do you want? Yeah. I'm a fan of the game. I like to do it justice. Allow me to suck your dick, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for what you've done. You heard it here first, folks. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like that's If you're a lady out there, please just go do that for them because they deserve it. Because they're, you know what I mean? I feel like the next person they get to direct a Star Wars movie or something, then they should say, so, uh, Rian Johnson, you know, what do you, how do you feel about this new movie? Oh, so and he just say, I'm a big fan of Star Wars, so I'd like to do it justice. That's all I want to hear. But you don't hear that from anybody. Yeah. The dev from so, De did you hear, I don't know if I talked about uh, this before, about the, the new Star Wars movie that was given the go-ahead with uh, two writers teaming up, the writer of The Watchmen yep. TV series yep. and the writer of Miss Marvel. Yep, show. which is a, the like the lowest rated yeah. show in and even Marvel the, history. Even The Watchmen bombed. It's like you had two yeah. two writers that, uh, that are basically down, uh, have lower credentials because of what they've done writing a movie that takes place after the sequel trilogy after the sequel trilogy yeah what, what happened to these guys oh great <laughs> so you're gonna take characters nobody cares about and talk about what happened 20 years after they died <laughs> yeah. or after their story yeah. like it's like i already don't care about the rise of skywalker now you want to talk about what happened 10 years later that's yeah. a tough sell. That's <laughs> yeah. tough. Yeah. Like it is. Like yeah, with with two uh, two writers that didn't have very. Can good I, okay, stuff. I'll be one hundred percent real with you. So I was, um, I know I'm doing a lot of Star Wars talk. We're gonna kill it in five minutes. 
I was doing. I did the last time I did a Star Wars rewatch was when was last December. I remember it just because I was going through a lot in my life, and I remember I moved from one place to another place, and I was at this current this place, and I was watching Clone Wars. I was in the middle of the Clone Wars with my watch through. I finished the watch through, which concludes, by the way, with Mandalorian and Boba Fett. That's yeah. where it ends. You know, if you want to do a Star Wars watch through, you don't keep watching. You stop there, okay. <laughs> Which is after Return of the Jedi. So this week, I was like, I really want to start a Star Wars watch through again because I was feeling it. But I don't, I'm kind of like the girl that I'm kind of seeing. I'm convinced I'm going to get her on board with it. I was like, I'm going to watch Phantom Menace and you're going to watch it with me. And you're going to kind of like it. And then we're going to watch Attack of the Clones and you're going to go, okay, this is pretty good. Then we'll start watching Clone Wars together. And it's a cartoon and she's like kind of like a little kid in her heart. So she'll be like, Oh, this is cool. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm going to win her over. I got a plan. <laughs> so I was like, but I don't, so I don't want to start it right now. So I want to see her. I want to see photos of your next Halloween and her dressed up as a Twilight. <laughs> I, I was going to say Padme. <laughs> she said when she was a little kid, that all the boys in the neighborhood would be like, you, you have to be Padme. <laughs> oh yeah. But then everybody's going to see Rosario as Ahsoka and be like, damn. <laughs> she does look, but this is the thing about Star Wars is I don't find Star Wars sexual in any way. Like Princess Leia is beautiful and I love to Return of the Jedi costume, but I just don't get turned on by Star Wars people. Natalie Portman's beautiful and she looks amazing in those movies, but it's about her badass bitchery. It's about the fact she's a senator. It's about the fact that she's political. It's about the fact that she cries and says, so this is how... This is how democracy dies. To thunderous applause. I'm dying of a broken heart Shut right up, Mark! Now. Mark, shut up! <laughs> she died because Darth Sidious took her life from her. Everybody knows that. He did it to make Darth Vader mad. Don't start with me. But they didn't say that in canon. But it happened! There's so many obvious parts of the movie where he's just smiling. Where is Padme? It seems in your anger that you killed it. The way he says it with his little... The little salad fingers. Your my salad fingers are telling you that you fucked up, Anakin. No. <laughs> I've just reenacted Revenge of the Sith. You're welcome. If you want, if you haven't seen Revenge of the Sith, now you have. But anyways, my point is, um, <laughs> I don't find Star Wars sexy, so I don't really watch it for that. One of my favorite look look at I, I, uh, the point of my whole rant here is that I rewatch the sequels. Yeah. This week, I was like, I'm desperate for Star Wars, but I don't want to do a rewatch of my main stuff. So let's just watch the sequels because there's something to watch. And they're, are they that bad? This is the question you ask yourself, right? Uh, How long has it been since I've seen them? I think I saw Rise of Skywalker when it came out in 2019 and I haven't seen it since. Okay. What about the other two? I thought I'd seen them both twice. Yeah. All right. So I go through and I watch all three back to back within a two day period. Right. This is me shaking. You can't see it, but I am shaking my left and That's right. That's what that silence left was. He was right. shaking his left head. Left and right. Left and right. I'm telling you. So first off, Force Awakens, it's like, when I saw it in theaters, I was like, this is a new hope. Yeah. It's yeah, that's scene what I saw. Yeah. for scene. Every scene. And then I watched it again and I went, yeah. Like, actually worse. More so than before because then I actually got a pen and a piece of paper because I was kind of bored yeah. and I got a pen and a piece of paper and I started writing each scene I wrote the order of the scenes and then which I knew hope scene it ripped off yeah. and it's very similar order if you look at the shots it's a very similar shot order what scene did uh, did uh, Kylo chasing Ray through the forest rip off when they were fighting so this is the thing. They kind of stole from the original three. So a yeah. lot of it is from A New Hope, but then they kind of... So that's pure Return of the Jedi. That's them in the yeah. fucking woods when they were with the speeders. Take the speeders out, same fucking thing. Um, also, that's just the worst lightsaber battle ever. Like, it's so <laughs> bad. Like, Kylo's supposed to be like a trained 
almost... He was trained by Luke Skywalker, yeah. but he can't hold his own against Palpatine's granddaughter. Who wasn't trained. <laughs> who also doesn't know she's Palpatine's granddaughter. Who is more like uh, fucking uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I'm good with the bow staff. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I like Ray's character. I'm going to be honest. People shit on Ray and they say she's a Mary Sue and stuff. And I do see the training and I do see the there was room for improvement during the ep, during each episode. But her character just wasn't written to grow. It doesn't make sense that she was as powerful as she was in Force Awakens and Jedi because she had zero training. By the time Rise of Skywalker comes, her and Leia were training. That makes sense. Her Force abilities in Rise make sense to me because of her time with Leia, the most important person in the Force alive at the time. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that before that, during Jedi and Force Awakens, that she has any power at all. She should be easily... The fact that she mind-tricked that stormtrooper into letting her out by just experimenting with him and talking, <laughs> I was like... That I felt like Harrison Ford. They should cut, you know, that scene with Harrison where he goes, "That's not how the Force works." That should be dropped into so <laughs> just like she's just like, "You will help me do the thing." I'm not going to do that. I'm going to hold you here and shoot you. Concentrates, concentrates. You will do the thing. I will do the thing. <gasps> That's not how the Force works. <laughs> Insert the next scene. Here's fucking dumbass Kylo, and 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 he's doing this thing where he's a dyad in the Force. And he grabs the, the stuff off of her and he looks at it and he'd go, oh, this is a necklace from X planet. <laughs> Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> There's 10,000 planets just in the empire. Now you've added the new order and then you've got planets that aren't even discovered yet. But you found out in enough time to fly there before they left. You found out what planet it was from, analyzed everything, got in your ship, planned a hyperspace route, flew there, stopped flying, got out, got on your ship, landed, and found them. All in what, 10 minutes? Right? Because they had a dyad moment and he grabbed her necklace? Are you fucking with me? How poorly written does it get? I gotta keep going. This is my sequel rant. We're going now. You remember? And Return of Jedi, the purple-haired girl, Holdo? Yeah. Yeah. What the she just shows up and she's like, Poe's like, what's the plan? And she's like, she won't tell him. That's the whole basis of that entire conflict where she stuns him and puts him in the brig and then he mutinies and takes over the bridge and then she takes it back. All that back and forth. That's an hour of the movie. For what? Literally. And then at the end of it, they're like, after she's dead because she goes, she dies, takes the ship, yeah, goes through Snoke's like, cruiser. Leroy yeah. Jenkins. Leroy. Very much so. So she's dead. <laughs> she's gone through Snoke's cruiser. She's all fucked up. And then they go, oh, so she just wanted us to go hide in that planet right there. Just wanted us to go hide at that. There's an old rebel base. Why didn't you just say that? Why didn't she just go, listen, fly boy, there's a hidden base on that planet. We gotta get there. Oh, well, that's a great... Thank you, Captain Holdo. <laughs> Written and directed by Rian Johnson. That's the end of the movie, right? Like, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And this is the problem. Star Wars fans are analytical psychopaths, like myself. We'll take what George wrote, and George is a genius, and we, and we will dis dissect it. Oh, the writing. Anakin's writing is shit. I don't like sand. What a horrible line. Fuck off. It's a great line. He, Of course you hate sand. He's from the desert. Why is everyone so mad that he hates sand and that he talked about it? I would have PTSD from the desert too if I grew up on that shithole being a slave, being beat by Watto. Watto probably fucked him in his little Anakin ass when he was a boy. Now he's like, oh, look, Coruscant, buildings. Oh, look, Naboo, hot women and water. He doesn't know what these things are. Of course he hates sand. Why is everyone so mad about that line? Fuck you guys. I hate sand too. Anyways, so that's the end of that. But like, that's how... 
critical we are as fans is that we will take lines like I hate saying that we will just run with it and shit on him. But you're taking people that are that critical where George filled in all the gaps. Rogue One fills in the, the Death Star whole blow up gap because of Galen's plan. Um, uh, the, the, the sister brother thing, they fill in that gap because no one knew they were brother and sister except Obi-Wan. So why didn't he say anything? Ah, he's a weird old pervert. Don't worry about him. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like they fill in all the gaps where it's like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Oh, this doesn't make sense. Star, Star Wars and Clone Wars will take hours to fill in the gaps. Why did he go dark? It doesn't make so much sense. He got married to Padme at the end of Attack of the Clones, but he didn't really seem to go have that much shit happen and Red says, fine, watch Clone Wars. There's a thousand reasons why he walks away from the Order. They get rid of Ahsoka, they lie to him about Obi-Wan dying, they won't make him a master. There's a thousand reasons in the show why they do it, right? They, they explain so much. It's so well done. You take that level of critical thinking and then you give us the last Jedi. You know, you give us horses running across the spaceship in space. Horses <laughs> running. There's gra magical gravity. Magic space gravity horses in space <laughs> running across the Star Destroyer. We're on horses. That's how they're not detecting us because we're not on a ship. We're on a horse with magic gravity boots. <laughs> like, that's what they gave us. And this is the same people that are like, saying you don't like sand is unacceptable scripting. Yeah. Like, we're going to fucking eat you alive. Like, we are hungry for fuck-ups because George didn't give us very many. And when he did, he filled them in with things like, you know, like a rogue one, all these ideas yeah. where they fill it. So this is why, there's my, I'm done. I'm done the sequel rant, but I'm just saying that's why they're so bad. So anybody that's like, you know, sequel fans or toxic Star Wars fans or any of that shit, you're allowed to like them because I rewatched them. You know, I contributed to the fucking watch numbers. Are they the worst movies ever made? No. They're entertaining movies and they're okay to watch. Are they on the level of Uncharted, the movie for stupidity, plot holes, and things that don't make sense physically or anatomically? Yeah, they're on that level. Just know going in that they're not Star Wars movies. They're just dumb action movies in space. Yeah. If you go in with that mentality, they're not bad. Ray's not a bad actor. Daisy's not a bad actor. And Finn's great. He's gone to do amazing movies since Star Wars. He was wasted in those movies. His character was just wasted. Yeah. So wasted. Put a black guy in there so that the, the fucking blacks are happy. But do nothing with him. Fuck off with that. Like, God. Oh, so that, okay. So that was funny. So I mentioned uh, uh, seeing that episode of Andor that I had seen. And yeah. out, out of the entire crew of those, uh, of like uh, Cassie and with those little the, the rebels. Five, the eight of them or something. Yeah. Yeah. I like the mean the, girl, the, the blonde girl. She's cute. Two first people to die. Who were they? The black guy. Yeah. <laughs> Star so Wars. Like, they've changed nothing. The white girl escaped, though. The pretty blonde white girl got out. Yeah, yeah no, but those black guys gone. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, all the, the Indian girl escaped, too. I thought they were going to kill her, but she's not in the show after yeah. that, like, at all. And the, uh, well, and then uh, and then the, the kid with the tech, he ends up dying. And, and all right. And what's worse about, uh, about these characters' deaths is, you know, you heard the, the cover me, and then he goes out to try to, like, distract the people shooting so that this this white girl lives and then he dies. I'm like, man, I'm like, he's, they're just, he's just backing up the tropes here. <laughs> yep. And uh, what else? What else? What else? Yeah. So that's as far as you've seen in that one. But yeah, no, it gets worse. It gets worse. Star Wars is always, I was, that's why I was surprised O'Shea Jackson survived to the end of Obi-Wan. <laughs> I thought they were going to kill Right, Roken so quick and that Roken would be the one to sacrifice himself so that Obi-Wan could escape yeah. but they actually kept him at the end of it and they even set it up so that he might even have a show of his own or he could appear in another show you know what I'd love to see how cool would this be at some point in Andor 
O'Shea Jackson shows up because his that keep on keeping in mind that Obi Wan took place ten years after Revenge of the Sith, but ten years before A New Hope. Yeah, say, say, because he basically was a rebel at that point. He was like the people need leaders like you. It'd be cool if he showed up. Um, with this taking place like two years before A New Hope or three years before A New Hope, and it's like, yeah, he is part of the Rebels. He did start leading. Yeah. You know what I mean? How cool would that be? That's what they're building. That's why you see Saw Gerrera show up. Oh, right, you haven't seen that yet. So he showed the newest episode of Andor, episode nine. <laughs> Every time I see Saw now, I'm going to think of Alex just impersonating <laughs> lies, deception, <laughs> poor gun. Every day, Jen, have you come here to kill me? There's not left of me. Left to kill. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I just love Forrest Whitaker. Like, name me a bad movie that fucking guy's been in. Well, I mean, Battlefield Earth bombed, but oh. that was because. Uh, was John- Battlefield Earth a bad movie, though? No, I love that movie. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I'm part of the weird ass cult following that thinks that movie was actually good. Aliens have mustaches. 100%. I'm with it. <laughs> Aliens have mustaches. I don't care what yeah. you say. John Travolta in that movie? Yeah, he was yeah. the one who wrote it <laughs> and funded it. And Tra- made oh, it. was it Travolta's it's baby? All Travolta. So good. Yeah. Tra- Travolta, I'm on your Scientology <laughs> fucking train, buddy. I'm with you. I'm with you. You can blow me in the back of a road a, a roadhouse in Texas and I won't tell anybody. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there all this controversy that John Travolta used to drive out to the middle of the New Mexico desert and fucking try and get guys to blow him in the bathroom or something? <laughs> it's just like these celebrities are just, uh, I need to indulge this crazy sexual fantasy, but I'm so famous. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it just makes me laugh so hard. Okay. Okay, so we got to get into the fact that uh, this episode is going to be out a couple days after Remembrance Day. So now, okay, Re- Remembrance Day, remembering all the soldiers that, that died for us and, and paying tribute to them. But what did they die for? Well, I mean, our, <laughs> all of that is gone now. I was now. just going to say apparently nothing because there's not a lot of freedom around. But they did die so that we could go on this podcast and talk about it. Yeah. That's a big part of it. So it's not like everything they died for is gone the fact that we can have this conversation that you are listening the fact that we can talk about what we're doing next week and we can try and build a group you know this this awareness that the world isn't what it seems yeah you know that's what they died for so i in 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 a sense i don't believe they died for nothing but when i see the guy you know well i mean justin and the ndp start talking about taking everything in the world away from you and, and crossing c11 off their list and saying yeah add that on and and we you know controlling so much of our lives and putting gas up to two dollars a liter and buying oil which we have here in our country from another country yeah like when i see that shit i go okay what what they die for yeah. well, what was the point right that's what gets me going that's and and that that is paying disrespect to them i truly believe that justin and all of his cronies are, are disrespecting the dead in the worst way by you know performing atrocities on the country that they died to make great i mean you always see great uh well not not me caricature drawings yeah, of, of car- politicians in uh newspapers in, and in, yeah in like yeah. the sun and stuff and, and like i mean i could i could picture it now trudeau pissing on the grave of a war vet yeah saying like oh man in blackface yeah. Done up in blackface oh, man. while wearing like an Indian Hindu getup because he's very multicultural. Thank you for dying for our freedom as he's pissing on the grave. Yeah. Like, like. yeah, thank you for dying so that I could take it. I had something to take from people. Yeah. Without you, what would I have taken? <laughs> We'd be speaking German and there'd be nothing to take because we wouldn't be free. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So thanks. 
Yeah. I'm glad I have something to take from them because without yeah. you, they'd have nothing. So yeah, it's sad. But like I said, the fact that we can go on this podcast and that we can have this talk and that it is such a important part of our lives, that's what they died for. They, yeah. they died for that ability to do that, you know? They died for our ability to go to Ottawa and cause that ruckus. They died for our ability to shut the highways down and go in and do that. You know what I mean? I, mean, I know they tried everything to, to fuck with us and they tried to lie and say that it was bad and that they were keeping ambulances from getting to the hospital and that they were violent when they showed up and blew up jumpy castles and played music and danced for days. But yet, it was violent microaggressional protest. <laughs> Jeremy McKenzie. Microaggressional <laughs> protest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Jeremy McKenzie was uh, being questioned in uh, in the inquiry, and he's currently in a holding cell. Uh, I think he was in solitary confinement. He's the one that's, that created the Diagalon, which was the giant troll. Yes. So, I mean, he, while being questioned, he came out to say, like, no, it was all done. Uh, just to call out the politicians and the media, and that, <laughs> okay. that, that that's all it was done for, and that was basically where he uh, where the lawyer rests his case after that questioning. Right. So it, it was just to like he's he's made his point. He, like yeah, no, I was just done to fuck with you guys, and you because guys you fell thought for fucking it. around yeah. was a good idea. Yeah, and you guys fell for it. So this is a very fuck around and find out situation. You want to fuck? You want to be the government and fuck around? You're going to find out how pissed we get. You're going to find out how many of your cities we can put into gridlock and ruin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're, it's a fuck around and find out. And it's so funny to watch people. It's my new favorite saying. I see it's everywhere, and I go, yeah. Because the look when they find out. Like, there's something to me about watching another human being who fucked around. The moment they find out. There's just something about that moment. Like, What? I did this and now there's consequences <laughs> yeah. like that moment to me is, and I have it myself. I fuck around knowing I'm going to find out. And then I find out and I go, here it is. This is the find out part. Yeah. You know, um, can I yell at my girlfriend, you know, and say, Hey, why don't you fucking stop doing this? Right. I fucked around. I'm about to find out. She might say, Oh, okay. Well, you don't need to yell, but yeah, I could try and changing that. Or she could fucking go off and it could be a fight. I'm about to find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just love those moments. And like, we're going to see Biden. So many of those moments where Biden, Biden's been fucking around. Biden and his administration are fucking around. I can't wait for them to find out in the next couple of years. Well, I mean, I mean, a, a big thing there uh, because Jeremy McKenzie went up and shook the hands of Pierre Polyev. Yep. And so like the, the press was trying to call him out saying, oh, he shook the hands with a terrorist. And then, <laughs> so like now he's got the question or now him being questioned by the inquiry saying like, no, I, I, I did it to fuck around and call out the corruption. And, you yeah. know, you guys fucking played your hand and showed your corruption. Exactly. Yeah, it's so funny too because they're like, for us, can you just give us amnesty? But for you, we want to hang you out to dry. Yeah. I love the the double sided, you know, the double edged sword that they want to fucking wield, where they're just like, when I want to, you know, bring something back, if I want to say that this was wrong, I should be forgiven. You know what I mean? But you, fuck you. The difference, and this is why I left us and I will uh, us will ne we'll never see eye to eye because. It's two years later, and our opinions on this have not changed. No. Our opinions on the vax, our opinions on how it's going to affect people, our opinions on the economy, our opinions on what has gone on in the last couple of years, and whether it's good or bad, have not have they changed? Well, I mean, has your opinion really since like that beginning of COVID when you first went? Wait a minute, why is everyone buying toilet paper? <laughs> like that was the first time you went. Wait a minute, was the toilet paper that was numero uno? Yeah, the the, the worst was. I mean, everybody just 
more or less boycotting me, making fun of me, calling me out for being yeah. such a conspiracy theorist. A lot of online you know, ridicule. Like, yeah. Like all of that shit. And then, and then for them to say, look, look, who's right, who's wrong. doesn't matter. Right. You know? This guy, just- you know what this reminds me of? And I mean, this might be a really toxic conversation a lot of people don't want to talk about. or whatever, But it kind of reminds me of like a cheating relationship. You know what I mean? Like where somebody <laughs> fucked around. And you're looking at them kind of like, so what do we do now? Well, no. and they're looking at you like, well, I won't do it again. And you're like, well, okay. Well, <laughs> pic- picture like the empire falling. Okay. And like the empire turning to the rebels and like, well, like, let's not play you the know, blame I game. I know we desecrated your planet. We did blow up Alderaan. So if you're Alderanian, <laughs> I get your anger. But outside of Alderaan, did we really do anything bad? <laughs> right? Yeah. Are you from Shandrilla? What are you so mad about? Your planet's still there. <laughs> Right? You're exactly. like, are you serious? Are you fucking... <laughs> Shandrilla's mad because all the Alderinian refugees ended up there! Right? <laughs> it's just like, right now, it's just like, that's the stage. It's just like, we're mad because all the Mexicans are coming because he didn't do any of the things. He didn't do anything. He <laughs> just said, come on, come on. Yeah. And it didn't work. You know? Well, we have to be inclusive. How's that going? <laughs> Ask a fucking New Mexican who's looking for a job. And by New Mexican, I mean a, a person from New Mexico that was born and raised there with American citizen status. Ask them how that's going yeah. on their job search. <laughs> There's nobody who's not willing to work for cash under the table at $6 an hour that isn't undercutting them. They don't have a job. So, yeah, talk to them about it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's why people from Texas are listening to us. Yeah, maybe. So, 100%. Like, maybe they find this very, re- what's going on in Canada, very relatable. Because if you're wondering the difference, the difference with us is just take all those Mexicans and, and, and make them from India or a country close to it. And that's what we, we have this issue. There's illegal ones that come in and do things for cash under the table or just, oh, or just do so shady like, shit in general. Or the, there's ones that come legit and just buy up all the housing and, and drive when, the price the of, lock, of houses up. When the lockdown started and they like shut down the airports, but they kept that fucking road in that the immigrants take in. I think it's located in Quebec or whatever. Okay. The, the road, like it's monitored by Mounties. Yeah. But they didn't close that and they just kept letting the immigrants come in illegally. It's like, wait, wait, wait. You what shut, the fuck you is going shut on? down the fucking airport. Where, where the people with official documentation can get in. Yeah. But you didn't shut down the part where the unofficial documented people get in. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's very, it's like, that's, it's, Kind of like inviting like seven rapists to your house and being like, I hope nothing bad happens. We're going to play Monopoly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that's what it'll be like in my parents. Or, or, okay, maybe that's a bit touchy. Seven murderers and being like, we're going to play Monopoly. I'm going to play Monopoly with seven people convicted yeah. of murder, and I bet nothing will go down because people are mis- People, people yeah. are- people Hey, are, hey, hey, the game pieces on the board include a thimble, a dog, and a card. There's no butcher knives, all right? You, all can't, right? you can't use a butcher knife in Monopoly. One of them no. just like, I want to be the car. You're like, he can't. He's not allowed to be the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? But that'd be like that. Come on over, murderers. Let's play Monopoly. I hope nothing goes wrong. That, that <laughs> sounds like- Yeah. Anyways, Mark, I'm- <laughs> this has been a ranty episode for me, uh, which uh, they can be good ones. Some of them, because sometimes I get these episodes where they're just like, let's talk. Like last yeah. week was very, you know, the Vince thing had me very, lot, lots to think about, lots to talk about. I voiced a lot of my opinions on suicide, which you don't have to agree with. Like you don't have flat out. And and, and a, lot, a lot of people might think of what I said as, as even bad or blasphemous or not cool. That's how I deal with death. <laughs> That's how I deal with death. My way of dealing with death is to be like, oh, somebody else checked out from my life. Well, that sucks. And I feel bad for all the people that will be sad about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I can't dwell on it. I didn't even go to the funeral. Yeah. Did not go. 
I can't do funerals. I can't. Funerals are for the living. You know who was at his funeral? A bunch of fucking people that barely knew him. That's who was there. Because I have the list. I see every fucking day another person say, oh, just attended so-and-so's funeral. Nobody. He didn't give a fuck about you. I guarantee you. I can, I can attest to the fact he didn't give a fuck about you. Okay? Yeah. So, I, I, so I know that when I'm dead, my funeral will be full of a bunch of people that I didn't give a fuck about. I know that that's how it works. Because oh, yeah. the that's, people who yeah. give a fuck, they stay home and they mourn you in their own way. Because they're truly sad. They truly miss you. They truly wish this hadn't happened. Yeah. The people that have something to show someone will show up and take all kinds of pictures when they get there. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've learned. So there's my shit I mean, talk. And, for and the then week. you think of Chaz from Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> they need to make uh, a second movie called Funeral Crashers. Yeah. Yeah. Crash a funeral. That yeah. he does crash a funeral yeah. at some yeah. point. But yeah, we need to make a whole movie about we should try crash it. No, Tamara will get mad. But <laughs> if we ever end up single together, Mark, which by the way, that'd be a bad if you and I were single at the same time, I think I feel like the world couldn't handle it. But if it ever happens, we should do that. We should go crash funerals and see how much we can slay. <laughs> <laughs> Between your dad bought and your tattoos and this hair, I'm telling you, we go home with whoever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I okay, so I do want to say in regards to, uh, so I mentioned in an earlier episode that if today's me knew younger me, I'd kick the shit out of me. Yeah. And then if younger me knew me now, he'd kick the shit out of me as well. You're such a lame sauce. Yeah. So I had some lame sauce to your burger. I'm, def I'm definitely the, the grumpy old man now. Like mm. just with the way society is and, get and, off my lawn! and everything. So every time we get in his car, Mark bitches to me about the leaves in his yard. Yeah. Okay. That's how I know. That's he's, how you know. He's I'm, a legit. And I'm not, I'm not saying he's not valid in his bitching because it's, it's the validity is there. But the fact he has to spend 10 minutes going, and then this guy does this and I do this. And it's just a fucking where the leaves. And then there's no bags. And then I'm going to three stores. Yeah. And I was like, and Oh, I'm it's like, an epic. Shut the fuck up before. I die of mediocrity. And I'm like, man, it's like an epidemic. There's no yard bags anywhere. Yeah, Canadian Tire, gone. Home Depot, gone. gone. Walmart, gone. gone. Lowe's, gone. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's two. Go, let's get there. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the TP and water thing all over again. You, but go, <laughs> you go to grab the fucking bag and another dad grabs the bag. It's the yeah. last one. You're like, well, this won't end well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Parker, go into the car and call 911. One of us isn't leaving the store. Keep, keep your head down. Keep your head down. <laughs> keep your head down. Get to the chapel. Call the cops. <laughs> anyway. anyway, okay, so yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like I never thought that I would grow to be this grumpy old man. But I, I never thought that I would ever grow to be. <laughs> this evil scene and do these evil deeds. Sorry. <laughs> and then and then nowadays it's just like, no, fuck, leave me alone. <laughs> and like, oh, kids are playing basketball on my driveway. Fuck off. <laughs> if that fucking ball hits my car, so help me God. Or just go out and push one of them so they roll their ankle. Be like, Dad, that's real life. Now go inside. Yeah. Get some ice, you fucks. <laughs> It's funny because this is also how you know we're old because when children are outside playing, we're bitching. And when they're inside on their tablet, we're bitching. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, Why are you on your tablet, you lazy fuck? Then he's outside playing. Like, Stay away from my car, you fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how you know, Mark. You're damned if you do it's and you're over. damned if it's you over. don't. We're old. It's just time to wait for death. <laughs> I feel like you and I are going to be like fucking Morgan Freeman and... and, and uh, that that movie about the guys it was about the the bucket list. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. gonna be like those guys. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. Which one of us is the black Morgan Freeman? That probably me. I think it's definitely me. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Um, okay. I, I, here's something else I wanted to quickly talk about. Next year's movie schedule release. Starting in okay. January through. Oh, it's tight. We've got... Hang on. Sneeze time. Uh, it's gone. Um, Flash will be out next year. We've got Marvel shit that you're excited about. What's the that group of people that you love so much? The the night something something. What? There's a Marvel the movie coming out with people that you like. I mean, fa- Fantastic. Uh, Not the Fantastic no, no. Four. It's like a group, and they're bad. They're, grr, they're oh, bad. Oh, the uh, the Thunderbolts. Yes, Thunderbolts. So Thunderbolts will be out. That, that's next year as well. That's Marvel's version of uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, so, it's so that'll comics. be good. Yeah. Um, we've got Flash, so there'll be the Keaton crossover or whatever the fuck they're doing with that. Ezra Miller's going to disappear and another Flash is going to take his place. Who's yeah. not a rapist. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever happens there, that'll be cool. I'll be there. I mean, you know me in the DCU. I wonder if those were any of the reshoots. Like, they're like, Ezra Miller's Flash is gone. Here comes Grant Gustin. Yeah, right? They're just like, yep. Yeah. So they're probably going to do a scene where Ezra just runs really fast and becomes Grant. And they're just like, <laughs> and all of a sudden the, fran- the franchise is saved, right? You know what? <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> I, I, if they did it with Amber, they had a scene where Amber showed up and like another redhead girl was just killed. And all her. of a sudden, it's Amelia Clark who is suspected to play her role in the replacement thing. But that'd be funny if she showed up and, and they they face to face on screen. She just stabs her, and then <laughs> and, and she's like, "I'm an imposter." And then that's the rest of the series is just the imposters there. Yeah, they never build on that story. So, oh. <laughs> so right? Yeah. Okay. I so uh, smack uh, in the what, table. So what else uh, schedule wise? Let, there's a thingy. Let me take a look here. There's, <laughs> a, a, thingy. there's a thingy online. It's a picture of all the 12 months. Let me just do okay. a little thingy. I don't know. What should I start? It, it was like that thing that they show you where each month is a black square. <laughs> Google's listening. Google's listening to what I'm saying right now. It's starting to bother me. That That's the last thing I searched because yeah. it was the 5th of November. So maybe we should talk a little bit about that. Remember, remember the 5th, Nove- uh, 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. What's the second half of that? I'll never. Somebody else. I see no story. reason for anyone to that the, that the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. That's the yeah. line I think. Either way, you know what? That's based off of the original that that poem was based off of. I just think it's interesting because if you look into that V for Vendetta, the comic V for Vendetta, the movie, and you see how much of what's going on in those movies. That movie came out in two thousand five. Yeah. Look at how much of what the government used to do in that movie. Oh well, just tell them this and do that. See how many times that happens, and then you look at today, and you go, that meeting just happened. The meeting in this post-apocalypse dystopian movie just happened in real life. Yeah. Like, the legit fucking word for word. Whoa, well, we want them to be scared, so tell them there's an a, another strain of this illness, and that we'll cure it in a few months. That's one of the lines for the movie, because yeah. there's an illness, and they're like, well, say there's a new strain of it. So scare them, because we don't want them to put faith in this V character. It's insane. If only somebody would wear a crazy mask and start murdering members of the government in a mass way yeah. <laughs> on TV, then maybe we could get somewhere. <laughs> but nobody will do it! Okay, so 2023 movie release. There we go. I knew it would take you a minute. Okay, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which fuck I'm yeah, very excited fuck for. Yeah. As much as I don't even like Guardians, I'm just excited for it because I want to see what they do with Gamora. Yeah. I know she's gone. The one that loved him is gone. And then there's this other one in there that doesn't really know him. And I'm wondering if they do anything yeah. with that. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I loved, 
The animated one that... that oh, the, you, I haven't seen the other animated one, so I'll have to check it. Have to, Miles Morales. I haven't seen, seen that one? Miles, no. It was really good. Uh, I mean, the Marvels. Hey. Oh, the Marvels? Yeah. 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 You get an F Jafar, Jafar, he's our man. If he can't do it, great! Right? It's like, that's, that's what you sound like. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, man. Oh, Quantumania. Yep. Quantum motherfucking man. That's the beginning of the con thing, too. That's going to really bring in the con. Kang. Kang, sorry. That's going to bring in the Kang thing really, really. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll really, because right now it's just been like hinted at. Kind of like when Thanos showed up once. Just once for yeah. like a half second, you're like, Thanos, that's crazy. You didn't know what they were going to do with it, right? Yeah. So in Loki, they, they explained the motive with the less violent version of Kang. Yeah. And and now it's going to be like, oh, okay, now the other variants of Kang are coming in. Yeah. So and if Doctor Strange will be a, a part of that whole thing, yeah. too, because the multiverse versions of him. Yeah. So Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom. Okay, I saw that, too. So that, is Amber in it at uh, all? She was finally officially kicked out. Okay, so they, there's no scenes with her. So have they shot new scenes with the other, with Amelia, whatever the fuck her name no, was? No, 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 no. So, I mean, it'll be it'll be tough to see because originally that arc was supposed to be of Aquaman having a baby with Amber Heard. <laughs> with Amber Heard. Yeah. <laughs> that immediately... And then immediately Aquaman the gets window. accused of abuse. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then there's an underwater trial. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been... How funny would it have been if they spent all of Aquaman 2 and it was just Aquaman had a baby with Amber Heard's character and then they just go fight in court. <laughs> there's no story. It's like a Judge Duty episode oh, gone yeah. bad. But all underwater. <laughs> with a... <laughs> They hired Judy Sheldon or whatever to come on the fucking show. <laughs> that would have been better than anything they actually do. Yeah. But whatever they do with the movie, it won't be as entertaining as it would be a Judge Judy two-hour episode with Amber Heard yeah. and Jason Mimosa. <laughs> so why do you think that you deserve custody? Well, I mean, he's he's my kid. Okay, and, and, and how about you, Mara? Because I'll kill him if he doesn't give it to me. And how about you, Mara? Well, my sea dog stepped on a bee. <laughs> I like you guys didn't see the face that Mark made, but it was the perfect face. <laughs> so my seahorse stepped on. A <laughs> uh, next year, also Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Wait a minute. <laughs> Rise of the. Hang beasts. on, calm down. Like, like hang on, hang on. <laughs> so Beast Wars takes place thousands of years before humans populate the Earth. Okay. Are they playing that? Are they doing the same thing? Or are there people? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. I need to know. It looks good. All I know is that I just love Transformers. I don't care. They're good. They're so good. Hang on. Hang on. No, 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 no. This is during the 1990s. The Maximals, Predacons, and Terracons joined the existing battle on Earth between Autobots and Decepticons. Okay, so they're going to bring them all together. Oh! They're going to treat the fucking show like it's its own thing. And then, okay. Oh, that's very smart. Okay. <laughs> so here's what it sounds like they're going to do. Okay. In the show, they crash land. They leave. What's it called? Come on. The big planet they're from. Come on down there. The planet they come from. That's Cybertron? Right. Cybertron. So they leave Cybertron and they end up here, but it's like thousands of years before there are people. I think the story of this, when it says the Predacons come and, and join the battle, because they did their battle and they left Earth. Yeah. So the story is they left Earth and then the Transformers, the current Autobots and Decepticons showed up and they're going to be like, hey, here, we were here long before you. Do you need a hand? Yeah. That's fucking smart. Optimal Prime 
Meeting Optimus Prime. Yeah. What the? F oh, I just came. <laughs> There's a mess on the table. Yeah. Fuck, man. That. Okay. You know what? I'm all about it. I'm with what they did with Bumblebee. It seems like the writing's gonna get slick. Yeah. I'm excited for that shit. Uh, John Wick Four. Chapter ah! Four. Ah! 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 Yeah, right. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. No, I'm, I'm such a John Wick fan. Yeah. The first one. I seven did. out of ten. The second one, nine out of ten. The third one, ten out of ten. Yeah. I'm sorry. And now he's like the fourth one's apparently. If you remember the way they ended the third one, oh, yeah. what's he gonna do? Yeah. He's so tired. <laughs> it's sore. Like I feel so bad, but yeah. he'll find a way. Indiana Jones five. John which of course saw Harrison Ford come back. Indiana Jones five. Yep. Is she a LaBeouf in it? No. Okay, I figured. No, no, no. Uh, so. I believe because part four kind of bombed, they're, they're like, we just need to go the route of Harrison. And so, yeah. like, he's obviously, he's always had people with him, so we'll see who his fucking team is, whatever. So there's actually a movie, a horror movie coming out called Megan. And it's about an AI. It's Megan about an, Fox dating no, no, MGK. No, it's about an AI doll uh, who uh, this little girl loses her parents in a crash. And this girl who's in more or less this technical... Uh, engineer creates this AI robot that more or less becomes sentient and then will do literally anything for this little girl. This little girl gets bullied. Megan kills, kills, those kills kids. the bullies. I like this. Yeah. And then, uh, and then boy breaks up with her, goes and cuts off his legs, yeah. beats him with him. And then when the creator realizes like, okay, no, this, this bot is sentient. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you it's need to, late. it's like, you need to shut down. And then it's like, Excuse me, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, or it's like, well, I, how can I protect you then? <laughs> yeah. I like that yeah. idea. Uh, of course, uh, Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah, that's on that list. I think that's April. Uh, I think so. Yeah. The I'll, I'll go see it. I'll check it. It will not touch Sonic. <laughs> the bottom line is this, okay? So Even if it's a 10 out of 10 movie, Sonic did it first, and the second Sonic movie was pinnacle. And it's the best do you think it's going to break the record for the best-selling video game movie of all time or the highest-grossing video game movie of all time? I think so. You think that, eh? I, I think so, because the amount of kids that like... I'll shake you right now. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. 20 bucks that doesn't do it. <laughs> you got 20 bucks that does. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. It won't do it. Uh, the f uh, So we mentioned The Flash. Uh, Dune Part 2. Evil Dead Rise. Oh, Dune Part 2? Yeah. I didn't see the first three one yet. That, they split it into three movies like they should have? Yeah. I thought they were doing it in one again. No. That's why I didn't watch it because I was like, uh, one day. Yeah. I'm learning things. Okay. Evil Dead Rise. That's that's my big so go-to. Yeah, we talked a lot about yeah. that. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. The, there's a trailer for that that has I, Chris Pine in it. I was just going to say, are they going to do like a did with Warcraft where they take a great franchise that people love and destroy it by making a movie uh, out none of it? Of, none of the D&D movies have been... Story wise, that bad. Okay, but budget wise, happen. Yeah, is this one low? Uh, it's a bigger budget, so they. Let's. So I, I, you know what? I'm. Uh, I wish them the best. I hope that I think D and D could be an amazing franchise if yeah, done properly. If done right. If done right. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez is is in it too. She's a barbarian. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. He's uh, he's always. All the I mean, ladies are like, oh, yummy. Yeah. Not me, though. Uh, so there's a movie coming out called Oppenheimer, which is Christopher Nolan's next yes. movie. Yes. Anything Nolan. Oh, is did it? Nolan take a shit? I would like a copy of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I love Chris Nolan. We're talking yeah. about the man that made Batman Begins, Interstellar, Inception, Memento. I could keep going, but you yeah. already came four times, so that should be enough. 
Craven the Hunter. Oh, and the Dark Knight. We talked about uh, Craven the Hunter star- starring Aaron Tyler Johnson. Aaron Tyler Johnson. The guy from Kick-Ass. Oh! Quicksilver. The guy who was Quicksilver, yeah. Yeah. But he, it's weird how he kind of disappeared. What do you mean disappeared? Well, he did Kick-Ass. He was in Avengers. And then what's he been in since? Godzilla. The new, which when did that come out? 2018? Uh, yeah, that was 2018, yeah, dude. So. so that's four years ago. That's what I'm saying. What's he been in recently? The last four years. I haven't seen it. I hope, he, I hope it's his comeback. I hope whatever he does is a comeback. I yeah. really do. Because it's been four or five years since anybody gave a fuck about him. There's a, a prequel to Hun- Hunger Games called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yeah, apparently that's about how snow becomes snow. Like the President Snow. Yeah. It's about okay. him when he's young in his district. He's in District I believe 10. Yeah. And it's about how he sees the, what the hunger games were like in their beginning. And he, it decides to evolve them to what they are. Yeah. I think it could go, I'll be honest. It's based on a book that Suzanne wrote. So it's probably going to do the franchise justice. Yeah. Uh, Wonka <laughs> uh, is starring Timothy Chalamet. Who's, okay. Who's actually in the Dune movies. So it's, it's all about, uh, I, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Wonka. Yeah, it's it's not. It's not the chocolate factory. It's, maybe it's about him starting the chocolate factory and meeting. So it's a prequel, maybe, or yeah. is there confirmation it's a prequel? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Fast X, Fast and the Furious Ten. Fast X is yeah. what they're calling it. Yeah. Is the ninth one out? Yeah, that was the one with John Cena. We saw that. You saw that first, and then I had seen it afterward. I. Those movies go in one ear and out the other. Like they're <laughs> yeah. so bad. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, the horror movie, Blood and Honey. Oh, yeah. That yeah. looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Although I really enjoyed watching Ewan McGregor in the <laughs> actual Winnie movie yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It was Chris, Winnie the... Christopher Robbins. Christopher Robbins. Yeah. yeah, that was a great movie. I honestly cried like such a bitch. Like, Ewan is... No, he's so good. Yeah. Like, Ewan McGregor is... Oh, fuck. I also... Was it not Ewan who was in Big Fish? Am I... Yes, yes, it was. Fucking great... Tim Burton, right? Big Fish, Tim yeah. Burton. Oh, what a movie. If you haven't seen the movie Big Fish, it'll change your life. Check that out. Uh, okay. The Little Mermaid movie that we... Yeah. I honestly, because of all the controversy, I'll probably check it. Whoever yeah. that actress is that played her better do a goddamn fucking good job if they're going to start fucking with my yeah. franchise that I got my first boner to. And they better <laughs> make sure that she's got chocolatey, silky skin. Meg too. I was such a fan of the first movie, The Meg, with Jason Statham and the big <laughs> giant shark. Uh, I mean, it wasn't made to be an amazing movie. No, it bro, just, that's a script that'll change time. Yeah. That's amazing. And my boy Rain Wilson was in it too. I think so. Nolan wrote some of that script, right? No, oh, I'm, making <laughs> I'm making it up. I'm just being a dick. Uh, yeah. The Barbie movie. That's Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Done. I'm there. I'm, I don't give a fuck. I will watch Margot Robbie and <laughs> yeah. Ryan Gosling's sex tape any day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. I love Mission Impossible movies, even though yeah. they're mostly, for the most, well, they're very repetitive. Uh, there's always some new crazy stunt that he does. Like, he that's does his some, thing. He does one thing in each movie where you're like, the fuck did I just see? Yeah, exactly. The one where he was, the pool was on the building and he was under the pool? Like, that was insane to me. That was fucking The one nuts. where he was legitimately sticking to the side of a plane. That was that's too much. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other, another one, they showed him where he broke his leg jumping across the building. Yeah. And he got up and walked away. And they used that tape. They used the tape where he uses the broken leg dangling to step back up and do two steps before he hits the ground. Like, (laughs) unfucking real man. I am, Tom, you are a crazy Scientologist and probably a child molester, but 
You can fucking <laughs> act, man. And I heard Maverick was a great movie. Yeah. I heard it was great. I haven't seen it, but I heard anybody. Yeah, who Top liked, Gun Two. Everybody that I've talked to has said that it's one of the best it's, movies. It, it's just I, as good I, I as need the to original. Watch it. I'll, maybe I'll watch it this watch, week. Maybe we should watch it together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blue Beetle, which is a DC superhero that that's coming out next year as well. Uh, Creed Three. They're they're. <sighs> I mean. I, I should I should probably go and watch those, but like yeah. I can't with these Creed movies. Seth Rogen's Ninja Turtles, uh, so the Mutant Mayhem. It's gonna be based on Krang and Dimension X. I'm super excited yeah. to see a man that grew up with the same '80s Ninja Turtles we grew up with yeah. interpret it and give us uh, fan service. Uh, there's an Untitled Scream sequel, which is Scream Six. Uh, the Expendables, <laughs> The Expendables Four. So they're making really? other Expendables. Yeah. Okay. Been a while. The last one of those was 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, Knock at the Cabin. We talked about this movie. This has Dave Bautista in it. Yeah. Where, where, yeah. We did talk about this it's last an week. It's an M. Night Ding Dong movie. It's a Shyamalama Ding Dong movie? I'm yeah. there. I'm fucking There's there. There's a Disney Pixar movie called Elemental coming out. I saw an ad for that. Renfeld has Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Ooh. Uh, Nick Nick Cage is a 50-50. He's a Hail Mary guy. <laughs> he throws that Hail Mary, and it's either going to get caught and you're going to be blown away. Not the bees! Or the, not the bees! Ah! You know, or it's, 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 or it's, or it's going to be... Uh, <laughs> what's, what's the name? Uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ghost yeah. Rider or it's that. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy, which is the live action, I believe, uh, live action movie uh, by for, I guess, the Peter Pan franchise. Equalizer 3, starring Denzel I do Washington. like Denzel. Yeah. Uh, the second one wasn't that good, though. So they better step it up. Yeah. Haunted Mansion, reboot. Okay. Uh, Extraction 2, which is... Uh, Ooh, Extraction with... Oh, yeah, that was uh, good. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah. That, honestly? I want to know how they bring him back. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I'm with it. Like, I'm he got with it. shot the fuck up. He got <laughs> fucked up at the end of that movie. I want to go back and rewatch that now. That's where he saves that little boy he was supposed to kill. <laughs> There's a movie coming out called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> About a bear that does a lot of cocaine? After a failed drug smuggling operation, a black bear ingests a large amount of cocaine and goes on a drug-fueled rampage. Ah! That Sounds actually like an might be good. Movie. Yeah. Almost as good as the world's greatest movie. The Nun movie. 2. Uh, Star Trek 4. I I love the Star Trek. I'm movies. a big fan of Into yeah. Darkness. I thought it was yeah. one of the best ones. And I like the third. What was the third one called? Either uh, way, it was yeah. it wasn't bad either. Yeah. I was the con, that was the one where they brought in Khan, right? Was the third one? They're bringing Khan. No, second it? was the Khan. Second was Khan. And the, the Into third Darkness one. was Khan. That's the second one. Yeah. The third one, I just don't remember what it was called. Yeah. And they went off to that planet with the, uh, yeah, the chick wearing white the face. The chick. Hot. She was cute. Even She's wearing that, white face. Even all that makeup, I was like, yeah. Uh, apparently, Legally Blonde 3 is coming out. The things I do to Reese Witherspoon are illegal in several <laughs> countries. Uh, Rebel Moon, which is basically Zack Snyder's own version of Star Wars. Maybe like it's a sci-fi movie. Rebel They're, Moon? Yeah. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Snyder? Yeah. Doing a movie about against all odds uprising? Yeah, more oh, or less. Oh, yeah. Against, against I'm an empire on it. type. Yeah. I am on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that he's back to being creative after yeah. his family suffered yeah. so much. Teen Wolf the movie, so like a new Teen Wolf Excuse movie. Excuse me while I throw up in my mouth. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, there's a movie coming out called The Mother with J-Lo, but, I mean, that that's the majority of the slate for 2023. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Happy Remembrance Day, everybody. Be sure to close your eyes and think about for people the province, that died. For the provinces for that get the day off, I wish I could say fuck you, but it's just, I'm just jealous. I'm, I'm just, envious. It's pure green jealousy, <laughs> and the provinces that get it off are all of them, except for Quebec and Ontario. And Manitoba. 
Is that? Oh, oh Quebec, yeah. Ontario. Now, I know that seems like a lot, but there's like uh, 12 provinces and territories <laughs> yeah. or 13 yeah. provinces and territories. So, like, why the fuck are we not getting it off? Right. It's funny, too, because... Especially since the prime minister gave himself his own day off yeah, for like the fucking Ottawa's in Ontario, they get it off. We're Ontarians, we don't get it off. Just add it to the list of face fucking we get living in this province. <laughs> Anyways, oh my good fucking god, Mark, is that the end of episode fifty? Fifty three. Fifty three. Yeah, I think it's yeah fifty three. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> if it's actually fifty two, we're gonna feel stupid. It's fifty three. I think so, yes. It's 53. It's definitely 53. All right, let's do it. It actually might be 52 because Halloween was 50. It was 50. Yeah, yeah. so it's 52. Episode 52's conclusion. <laughs> Check us out on iHeartRadio. www.theshopod.com. Remember the zero. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Podcasts. What else? Apple is actually ahead in listeners right now. Yeah, Apple's the biggest one. The biggest yeah. one. YouTube is the big one. Like and subscribe us on the motherfucking YouTube. Click the and bell. Check us out on Rumble. <laughs> Peace be with you. And also the force.